When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, how about we make a podcast where we talk about how good other podcasts are that aren't very popular? Slappers and Cousin Roos, welcome to another episode of Who Are These Podcasts, the only show that allows unauthorized reproduction without written consent. I'm your host, Carl. With me this week, the host of the Comedy at the Carlson cast, Vinny Paulino. Hello. Welcome back to the show, Vinny. Thank you for having me once again. It's a pleasure. Go to whoarethese.com. You can get our email address, our voicemail number, the link to our subreddit, the link to our Discord server, the link to Facebook, the link to Twitter, the link to our PayPal, and the link to our merchandise. What you will not find there is a link to an Instagram. We do not have an Instagram. If you see us on Instagram, that is not us. We are not posting these Howard Stern updates every single day. Not from WATP. Somebody else. We've been had. <laughs> we also encourage our listeners to give us a five-star review on iTunes and then shit all over us in the comments section. I want to thank my buddy Doug White at Watchman Studios. You heard our new music that we went in. There's a lot more of that, too. I'll be playing more of it at the end of the show. But he put a ton of work into making some new WATP songs for us. That is a silly amount of fun. It really that is. That really was yes. good. So thank you, Doug, at Watchman Studios in Lockport, New York. Also, I want to make an announcement. We're extending the Stuttering John song parody by a week. So continue to send those in. We've gotten a couple. But I want to give people time to formulate their ideas, record it, send it in. I'm sure it will suck. We promise to go easy on you. It's not like you're a podcast. We'll be nice. But John's lawyers won't. John's attorneys. <laughs> when you send in the um, parody song, also give me your uh, home address, your social security number. We're going to need all this information. And by attorneys, I mean lawyers that he knows that will still take his phone call. <laughs> yeah. Vinny, we have a jam-packed show today. We have to address Seamus' meltdown on the Ginger Snap podcast. 
We have to talk about Opie. Hashtag Ginger Snapped. On Instagram Live in Central Park while podcasting. Opie was also on the Bubba the Love Sponge show. Got to talk about that. I got to tell you. I'm surprised Bubba had him on. I thought Bubba was doing pretty good. <laughs> oh, Bubba's not doing well. Oh, no. You'll see. But before that, you see that? I just teased the show. You got to stick around, people. Before that, linger longer. Today we'll be reviewing a podcast called Scooby-Doo's or Scooby-Don'ts. This was a suggestion from Jack Daniels. We have both listened to the show separately. We have not discussed it with each other beforehand. Let's get into it. This is a podcast that's hosted by Amelia Wellman. And Billy Segure, and these two people go through every episode, every movie, anything that's ever been done about Scooby-Doo, and they try to tell you whether to Scooby-Doo absolutely or Scooby-Don't under any circumstance. Vinny's at a loss for words. We just started the show, and we're already... I mean, what a premise. Not sure what to do What with a that. premise for a show. Should you watch Scooby-Doo or should you not watch Scooby-Doo? Yeah, the chances are you probably have better things to do with your time. Correct. I'm just guessing. I'm going to throw it out and there. It's never, I've never in my life needed a guide for that. So let's talk about what they do. Because one of the things that he mentions is you should watch these episodes before listening to their podcast. He did give instructions for This that, is the yes. instructions. Every single one of our fucking episodes is a huge spoiler for everything we watch. We do, you know, listeners, I know that we are uh, 343 episodes into this journey together. It's true. But I, I, I'd like to say now, I recommend you watch the episodes first. So we're supposed to watch Scooby-Doo and then listen to them talk about it, except for they explain the entire plot of the show or movie. Right. So the thing is... They're reviewing it to tell you whether or not you should watch it or shouldn't watch it, but you should have watched it <laughs> before that. the thing I didn't even think of before that. you even downloaded it and listened to it. So yeah, good good work, guys. It's Scooby Doo or Scooby Don't, and they say just watch every single one, and then Scooby we'll tell you. Scooby did already. Shut up. <laughs> then we'll tell you whether you wasted your time or not after the fact. What is wrong with these shows? They all do it. All these movie review shows, <sighs> they go through scene by scene of the fucking movie. Having someone explain the movie to me is never as good as watching the movie. But Carl, let's just bring this down a little bit and boil it down to the finite aspect of the fact that they're talking about Scooby fucking do. Right. They're not like talking about a bunch of movies that came out. They're talking about the most formulaic cartoon yep. in the history of cartoons that's run way past its course. Every episode is the same episode. A hundred percent. Every single one. And... No one needs a guide on how to watch it, when to, whether they should have watched it or not. It's just silly. And if you've ever seen an episode of Scooby-Doo, you don't want to listen to these dickheads talk about it, is my point. It's almost as if there's too many podcasts out there and that not everyone needs to make a fucking podcast about whatever dumb shit they're into. Yeah. I'm starting to think. Yeah. I mean, I'm starting to think twice about my Care Bears project. Dude, don't. You got a good idea there. You need to run with it. I'm going to produce that shit. So, is there a Care Bears podcast? Fuck. There probably is. That's a good idea. There probably is. I gotta get on that. All right. I want to point out the fact, before we get into a lot of these clips, and we don't have a ton of clips. We're going to push through this pretty quickly. But I want to point out that these are adults talking about Scooby-Doo. Because at one point, the woman talks about when she graduated high school. Let's see. When did I graduate high school? Because my last year of high school was the first year of the iPhone. So I graduated in 2008? No. 
2009? Um, yeah, you graduated you graduated in 2009. Wait, did you? I'm trying to line up timelines right now cuz we moved in here in 2010. In 2010. Yeah, so it was 2009. We're talking about nine years ago. Who doesn't know what year they graduated high That's school? That's exactly Carl, what year did you graduate? It was fucking... I'm not telling anybody that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm just saying. Ask me. What year did you graduate high 2000. school? 2000. Yeah, it's pretty fucking easy to remember this. Well, I've never once had to go back and go, oh shit, what was that? Let's see. Um, I studied abroad. That was this year. Everyone knows what year they graduated. These people are dumb. Yeah. These people are stupid. I mean, I have lots of ways to describe these two. I mean, the first thing I always do when you give me one of these podcasts is try to mentally picture what these the people look like. Yeah, I was trying to find out what they actually looked like. Well, I, I, all I could picture for him was, do you remember what John Waters guest starred on The Simpsons? Yes. Like, that's all I picture is The Simpsons' John Waters. He does have that kind of inflection in his voice. And like a lady with a cat sweater. Yep. Yeah, I think I think you nailed it. Thank you. Let's get into some of the witty banter that goes on between these two. Thank you for releasing me. They got George Decay in for an afternoon to do that. An after you needed a full afternoon. Well, you're gonna have lunch with a guy, aren't you? You're not gonna say, "Hey, George Decay, come on in to voice this," but you better be in or out. I don't want to see you sticking around after you get that line done. Yeah, I think you're underestimating how impatient I am. You don't think I'd kick George Takei out on his ass for taking too long in my recording studio? You know what? I gotta get Tress McNeil in here for something, I'm sure. George Takei would probably appreciate working with you, because he'd probably be like, Everyone always just keeps me here. <laughs> Finally, I get to go. That was when they decided to let their hair down and just have some fun. I like how they're riffing. Yeah, they really can just banter, can't they? That was a great impression, too. This guy's where it's at. Was that Vincent Price? It was either... He was it trying to be George Decay. I think it he was sure trying to be George Decay. was not George Decay. <clears throat> well, he'll be on his deathbed soon enough, and he might sound like that. Who, this guy? No, George I Decay. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of Billy, oh, one of the things the that they do on this show, Billy loves Fred. That's his guy. I noticed. You noticed that? It go, all goes back to that kerchief, doesn't it, Billy? Yeah. You'd think that you'd be into Daphne. I mean, they're all cartoons either way, but... So, he talks about what he would have written into the script, which is something they do quite a bit. I can see Fred trying to join a sumo contest, like, as a joke. <laughs> and then what? Doing really well. Right. But even that joke, that joke works better with Shaggy. He has been known to get fat. I don't, well, even as a skinny a skinny Shaggy up against a sumo wrestler, that's hilarious. If you don't cut that, that's hilarious, and make that a drop on the show, I'm going to be angry at you. That's hilarious. Nailed it! I already have it! Nailed it! That's the one ISO I took from the show! That's hilarious. It's the best one! You know who else he sounds like? Did you ever watch uh, Mike Tyson Mysteries? Yes! He sounds like Marcus of Queensbury. Yes! I'm, it doesn't sound like a real voice, either way. He's You're right. doing a voice. I don't know. He's, but he's not. Are they roommates or something? Did I can't you get that tell, vibe? I can't tell if they're fucking or if that guy or she wants to fuck him and he doesn't like girls. I can't tell what the dynamic is. They use the word icky a lot in this. So they I'm gonna do guess, use the word icky. I don't know. Another thing that they do that I think is very funny is they point, they point out the plot holes in the movies. This is very early on in the episode. In the children's Daphne, cartoons they yes, got? Right. Good. Okay. Daphne. He's involved in a martial arts championship. Yeah. What, what, what do you think about that? It's fine, I guess. I don't understand 
how this championship then lets her enter a school. If you're winning a championship, you're already pretty fucking talented and do not need to go to school for the thing you have won the championship for. It's almost as if this was written for children. Huh. I'm getting the sense that maybe this isn't for adults to enjoy at all. You know, I'm really glad that we had this podcast because I never would have thought about it like that. And she really, you know, set me straight. I would have just maybe enjoyed the kids cartoon. Yeah, right. I mean, we wouldn't have thought too much about this ridiculous premise of a talking dog solving mysteries to figure out if there's a plot <laughs> hole or not. Oh, God. It's so ridiculous. So let's get back to, are they fucking... Do they want to be fucking? There's a point where Amelia makes a terrible joke and Billy just loses his shit over it. And it sounds like a guy who Does he yell at her and say, stop ruining our podcast? <laughs> no. No? No, I wish. Not that kind of loses his shit? No. It sounds like the kind of guy who's with the girl he wants to fuck. Ah. So he's not flipping a table. He's just fake no. laughing. No. Fake laughing, over-the-top congratulatory about this, this line that she gets out. She's told that her karate lacks proper training by the mistress of Karate Island, whatever the fuck this place is. <laughs> I'm sorry. Petition to rename this film Mistress of Karate Island, because that's such a B-movie title. I love it. Okay. Um. Cool. <laughs> it's a great name. It's, yeah, it's uh, really, really funny. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I love it. It's great. More of them rewriting the script for the writers. Why doesn't he say jinkies? He says zoinks. Yeah. He should have said jinkies it if he's in the glasses. It would have been a funny little nod if he did. It would have been funnier if he would have said, you know what would be even funnier than that? Like a comedy that was written for adults. You could actually watch them. There's many of them. Comedy movies and shows made for people your age. It's out there. <clears throat> that's the beauty of things carl we all get to be different and like what we like which is fine until you start critiquing it as if this is like some high art how many episodes i can't put 343 episodes where they've talked only about scooby-doo and they're still critiquing it like i'm surprised that they went this direction with the fucking story like wh whatever it's scooby-doo so one of the things, and I'll pull the curtain down, I screwed up and my clips didn't go onto the thumb drive I brought Carl. Yeah. I'm a dum-dum. Vinny shows up, he's all proud of himself, hands me the thumb drive, he's like, all right, there you go, buddy, it's fucking blank. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty shitty. But one of the things that they complained about and she complained about that I really thought was interesting to bring it up in terms of how they critique. Yeah. They were complaining about uh, Daphne's hair. Okay. Uh, did she have the bandana, the beret thing, or not have the beret thing? Okay. And how this was one of the only Scooby Doo movies where you got to see it both ways. They bring up things like that. Yeah. Such crazy minutia into this thing, and at the very end, they talk about the formula. And do you have the formula? Anything about the formula? No. You don't didn't clip this. I didn't clip this. It's simple. Yeah. Scooby Doo's easy. Yeah. There's somebody who's a disgruntled employee somewhere who puts on a mask, pretends to haunt a place. Right. These idiots come to town. Fred, Wellman, Daphne take a tour. Shaggy and Scooby get separated. Mm -hmm. They run into the disgruntled employee in the mask. Yep. Hijinks ensue. They pull the mask off. There's no such thing as monsters. Right. 342 episodes. <laughs> 342 episodes, Carl. And... They even say, they even go, they even say this thing. And I wish I had my clip. She goes, 
one of the things that sucks about the movies is, you know, the formula works for a 27-minute episode. Yes. But when Scooby and Shaggy are like, just, you know, we can only handle Scooby and Shaggy by themselves for about five minutes. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah. They agreed. You're right. And there's 342 episodes and there's going to be more. And this is an episode about a full-length cartoon movie that came out in 2009. That was a good year for films. Oh, boy. So... The fact that they're reviewing this movie and saying that, well, you know, you can't follow the same formula. Right, because it's 90 minutes fucking long. Right. How many dresses can you dress up Scooby-Doo in <laughs> so that the monster doesn't see him and recognize him as he's walking by? And she got upset at one point, too. She goes, and this one, they're actually, the monster's real. And yes. like she was like upset that the monster's real. I argue that would have made Scooby-Doo better back right. in the day. Right, have a fucking real <laughs> One in. It's a cartoon. Mix it in from time to time. Instead, there's like this floating fucking pirate ship that you could recreate with a flashlight that some janitor figured what out how to do. What does that happen? That's some fucking Chris Angel shit right there. It's impressive. Uh, <laughs> All right. It was a cartoon. <laughs> All right. I want to point out the part of the show that we haven't even talked about yet. We're burying the lead, and that is the political correctness of this show. These two folks are social justice warriors. They took a fat shot at Velma. They, they are not happy with how the Japanese are depicted or when they go to the island on this episode that's in the South Pacific. They are not happy with that at all. I'm going to be very careful yes. about this topic on account of I want to be on Saturday Night Live. <laughs> yeah, good, good point. Don't say anything on a podcast. Nope. If you want a job someday. This is... Amelia very upset about how the geisha girls are portrayed in this because this opens up in Tokyo. She calls geisha geisha girls, which is all sorts of wrong. Don't bastardize them. Yeah, you seem to really take offense when Daphne said geisha girls. On top of uh, Velma saying that geishas are the ancient tradition of celebrating beauty. Which is flat out wrong. First of all, the first female geisha appeared in like 1750. That's not fucking ancient. <laughs> and second of all, they're artists. Mm. Mainly they're artists like geisha meaning art doer. Right. Okay. It's about art. They just happen to be beautiful. Fucking westerners. Listen, Amelia, we have a rule on this show and that rule is... Ain't no fact chicken. Geisha girls are whatever we want them to be in Scooby-Doo's universe. Who gives sure. a shit? It's not a, an actual documentary. All right, I don't know if you realize what you're watching right now. This cartoon for children is factually inaccurate. You don't say. Really? All right, this is Geisha Girls Part 2, and Amelia's really losing her shit over this. And by the way, I'm not trying to get an SNL, so I'll do all the talking yeah. for these segments here. <laughs> no, I'll join in on this. I'm just saying, though, that, like, you could be upset... But consider the source, you lunatics. Right. Calling them geisha girls also plays into that whole, like, 1950s American GI in Japan just yeah. fucking a Japanese prostitute and saying, huh, I got a geisha girl. Ugh. She is not having it. Dude, my grandpa would have hated her. Oh, yeah, right? <laughs> that, was the, that was the only perk of the Korean War. No fooling. <laughs> What, what, was that, what was the other perk? You get to take home as much mustard gas as you can fit in your stomach? <laughs> so this harkens back to a show that Kevin and I did. It might be our second episode ever. It was uh, Things Your Mom Never Told You or something like that. And it was these two women explaining the Asian fetish and how it goes back to Marco Polo times 
because as he was exploring the East, he found these people. It was the craziest shit. Like my, my dick doesn't even know who Marco Polo is. Why would that have anything to do with the Asian fetish? This doesn't make any fucking sense. And this woman's out here going, oh, the way that these women are depicted, ugh, it's so offensive. It's a cartoon for children. They're not trying to sexualize these people. Although I didn't play by the rules. I haven't watched the Scooby-Doo Yeah, movie. I was going to say, so we haven't watched know. this. There could know. be a whole scene where they try to sell them to Shaggy and Scooby. That's possible. There could be like octopi in many different holes. I don't know what's Absolutely. going on but in this no, thing. no pubic hair. No pubic hair. That's uncalled for. All right. And then we get into the racism of Scooby-Doo. Remember, this is 2009, not the 60s. When Scooby-Doo first started. 2009, and yet there's... Look out, Jackie, it's the blacks. <laughs> like, what, what are we oh, talking about? Oh, no, Scoob! Here come those guys! <laughs> so here's the racism. Well, while we're on the subject of a bit of racism, uh, later on, uh, past the martial arts tournament, they meet a tribe of natives who are cannibals and are going to eat some of the gang and... Daphne doesn't want to get married to the icky tribal chief. I don't know of any South Pacific islands that grow huge-ass trees where monkey-like cannibals live. That's because you've never been there. Again, she's talking about the factual nature of a cartoon movie. She's like, I don't know if this is actually a real thing that exists on the Earth. Right. I don't think it is. I think it's a cartoon movie. Either is the mystery-solving talking dog. Right! It's funny because the irony is lost on these people. They're actually truly offended by what's being depicted in this cartoon. And they're saying things like, that's not what geisha girls are. That island that they're on doesn't even actually exist. At least when Maddox used to make fun of children's art and say, your kid's art sucks, I'm better than them. He understood that it was a joke. These people are looking at crap art crap entertainment and actually picking it apart as if it's a real fucking thing it's a scooby-doo movie we don't need this type of criticism and let's start with this scooby-doo is the kmart of cartoons it's, it's not like no, a good it's one terrible. it's not a good one right and like you said the fact that they're actually offended i keep bringing up the point 342 episodes right. of something that they're actually offended by she's but upset yet- about it She's like, all right, let me, just, let me hit the rest of these because this is more about how offensive everything is. Just yeah. offend one people at a time, Scooby-Doo. Yeah. The fact that they were they were there and they were like that, and then Daphne calling them icky. Did that, that whole scene was icky to me. Oh, because they had a tribe of cannibals on an island, and that is not what you can show anymore in movies and TV shows, Vinny. Because now you're trying to say that these uncultured people are somehow not as good as the rest of us. Which is just unfair. You can't say that. Well, guess what? There could be a tribe of cannibals on an island somewhere. It's I just fine. watched a whole thing about how some dude went onto this island and got spears thrown at him and died. And he just died there and his family <laughs> right. couldn't recover the body. It was a thing that was in the news like... Seven, eight months ago. You sure that wasn't a Scooby-Doo show you were watching? Not positive. <laughs> Could have been. There was a floating pirate ship. So, was it, oh, a flashlight? Yeah, yeah. I've seen that. Yeah. So this is... He just put a sheet over the flashlight. I don't, it's amazing. It's all, it's all it takes. I don't know if you do that. It's pretty easy. So this is 
Amelia obviously gets very offended for the Japanese people and for this made up tribe in the South Pacific. She's offended for them. But thankfully, she's also offended on behalf of women, which is a gender that she participates in. So I'm sure that she's allowed to do this. But here she goes off on her women's rights rants. Well, it would be nice to finally see the opposite of the trope of highly skilled woman that should be the chosen one is replaced by mediocre man who stumbles upon it. Exactly. I.e. The Matrix or the Lego movie or every other fucking movie about chosen ones. I Except disagree. apparently the new Star Wars. I disagree with this, right, I disagree with this premise. Like every movie coming out now has a strong female lead character who kicks ass all the time. And she's explaining that the old trope is that the woman is really the chosen one, but the idiot guy is the hero. She's describing Inspector Gadget. She's describing my marriage. How <laughs> <laughs> she know? Yeah, I know. Last thing I want to point out. It's not it, like they did like Scooby-Doo and women's suffrage. Like they didn't right. do that episode. <laughs> I know. It's like, shut up. Susan B. Anthony and the Globetrotters are our special guests on this week's Scooby-Doo. All right, here is, remember when these None of them were allowed to vote until not too long ago. <laughs> oh, the good old days. Uh, All right. That was, uh, that was Carl. That was Carl, just in case Lauren Michaels is listening to this. I was the one who tiptoed to the line. <laughs> All right. This is, there is, Daphne's participating in this martial arts contest, and she has to martial art against another woman. Is that how you say it? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, they they took umbrage with uh, something that was said. Like, talk about a kung fu cat fight. You shut your sexist face, Shaggy. I can't believe that. They can't believe Shaggy said, talk about a kung fu cat fight. Listen. Really? They couldn't believe Shaggy. They couldn't believe Shaggy said that. The Uh stoner guy in the group who was just there for comic relief. It's his only role. The only person who can really communicate with the dog. Like That's a good point. Yeah. Nobody else really has a conversation with Scooby, do they? No. All right. And you know, it's always like you and the dog. Go wait over there. (laughs) (laughs) So at the very end of the show, they're wrapping up. No, it does not surprise me. That guy said something. I know. It's not surprising. So at the very end of the show, they're wrapping it up. And Amelia has to restate once again her issues with this. I'm going to go a little less... Absolutely, and just say it is a Scooby-Doo problematic like every single oh. fucking piece of Scooby-Doo media is. Am, am, I saying it's pro- am, I, am I saying it's not problematic? No, it is definitely problematic in a lot of parts. Learn about the South Pacific, Scooby-Doo writers. I feel like I have been telling you to learn about culture <laughs> since day fucking one, and you've yet to take my advice, but I'm saying it again now. What are the odds... That any single person who has ever written anything for Scooby-Doo has listened to these two fucking nincompoops. Well, considering the fact that this was all written long before they started their podcast, I would put those odds at about 0%. Correct. Uh, But even if they were doing it in real time, nobody who writes for this show cares about Scooby-Doo. These two assholes are sitting in the living room screaming into the ether about Scooby-Doo, Carl. Could you imagine if a writer actually gave a shit about their opinion? The guy's like, listen, I'm just getting a paycheck. Do you think I want to be writing Scooby-Doo movies? I had higher ambitions in life. I got to tell you, is that your wrap-up on this? No, I got a few more things I okay. want to play. Is it, can you play the page? Do you have the Patreon thing at the beginning? Because that blew my mind. Oh, yeah. Sorry, let's get into that Patreon. That blew my mind, So the Carl. show starts off talking about if you become a patron, 
for Scooby-Doo's or Scooby-Don'ts. You can read these assholes' essays. <laughs> hey gang, Scooby-Doo's or Scooby-Don'ts is now funded by Patreon. Join to access our blog and unlock special bonuses like essays, reviews, show notes, and other exclusive material. So, if I give them money, I can read their fucking blog? Is that what they just told me? Plus, Correct. you get reviews? I've never heard of such a thing. Reviews of reviews? Re yeah, what are we talking about? We I thought we did good on this one. <laughs> like, what is the shit? We, we gave ourselves three high fives after this one. Ugh, we gave ourselves two Billy Won't Fuck Me's. Do you have the second half of that where they list off the... Okay, please. Play oh, it. List off the, the people they, who they are patrons? Okay. I this is what that. made me laugh out loud. In the very beginning of this thing, uh -huh. they list... I counted seven people. Yes. They're like, here's the list of people. Here's all. Thanks, our patrons. They lame seven people. And then yep. they follow it with, if we could raise up to $50 a month, yep, we could get some. That. Please. This is awesome. If we reach $50 a month, we'll be able to start buying vintage Scooby Doo novels to review, in addition to our regular episodes. What? I've never heard someone whose goal was $50 a month on Patreon, first off. Now, Right, and they have seven people already giving them money, Carl. They're up to 26 bucks. They're more than halfway there. But, Vinny, if we can get them to 50 bucks, then they will use that money to buy a Scooby-Doo novel. Okay, I have to ask this Sign question. Sign me up! That's a good sales pitch right there. Like, I want that guy to get that novel. That sounds amazing. Are there really Scooby-Doo novels? Who? Well, yeah, that's my question. Is <laughs> Who's the, the bigger loser? The people who are doing the podcast about Scooby-Doo or the people who are writing the Scooby-Doo fan fiction. Right! I'd rather read a Wile E. Coyote and Roadrunner novel they than fuck. a Scooby-Doo novel. Yeah, they fuck at the end. Of course they do. That's how all these novels end. All right. What else we got on here? I would love it if they just, like... I, you know what would make me give them 50 bucks? You're like, we are going to order the finest Scooby-Doo erotica we could yes. get our hands on. I would give them the 50 bucks. I would make sure they get the 50. Especially if it's interracial. Because I just want to hear this woman's issue that she has with it. All right. This is them talking about the movie they just watched. But they have to refer to their notes. Did you hear that? There's a lot of times where they're referring to their notes about it. Is this their before or after they're chased by balls? I've written down here, chased by balls. When were they chased by balls? I'm asking you that now. I don't remember. Bought so many times. searching my notes for balls. I didn't write down anything about balls. Search your chin. <laughs> <laughs> now, hold on a second. Of course they have to look at their notes. She couldn't remember what year she graduated high yes, school, Carl. point! She doesn't even know what year she graduated high school. They just Ooh. watched this movie. And they're like, remember that part with the balls? I have it in my nose that there was a ball. Oh, let me check my notes. No, I don't. I don't. If you saw the movie, you either saw it or you didn't. You're checking your notes. Uh, These people are stupid. <laughs> you no, know, really? But they do catch the writers in a big snafu. And really, they should be better than this. She says she's stuck. They're talking about Velva. Or Velva. What's her name? Volva. It's not Volva. Are you sure? <laughs> What's the name of the girl with Velma. the glasses? Velma. Velma. Velma, 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 Velma sounds close. Whatever. <laughs> okay. She's the one neither one of them care about. <laughs> she says she's studied mechanical engineering. And I, I just want to point out, way, way back in Scooby-Doo, Where Are You? She specifically said that she didn't know anything about mechanical engineering. Whoa. I guess I'll never watch Scooby-Doo again. The Scooby-Doo universe has some disconnects there. It's not consistent. All right. A couple more clips that I want to play. 
I want to point out how easily amused Billy is. And I guess you'd have to be to put out 350 episodes about Scooby-Doo shows. But this is surprising, even by Billy's standards. Fred saying things like, Psych! Will always be funny to me, as long as it's Frank Welker. Because, sir, you are a man from the 60s. (laughs) And so when you say psych, it's just adorable. He's excited about a guy who was a cartoon voice from the 60s saying something that someone might say in the 2000s. Everyone who's still alive from the 60s is alive in the 2000s. I'm not sure why this is entertaining. Except for good old Uncle Eddie. Yeah, well, let's not talk about him. We uh, bring the show down. <laughs> I'm just fucking around. So, yeah, uh, Eddie, what's that guy's name? Eddie? Billy. Billy. Billy yeah. is an idiot. Billy's stupid, and he embarrasses himself with this clip. You can see how into it he gets. Yeah, it's such a moment of, like, the gang is back. He stole those noises from Opie. I'm pretty sure he does that sometimes. That's what it's like. Yeah. He embarrasses himself almost as much as Opie, but really nobody's embarrassing themselves as much as the Opster. And we have the clips to prove it. Vinny, are you ready to move on from... You mean not talk about Scooby-Doo anymore? Are you ready? For the rest of my life? Are you ready to stop talking about Scooby-Doo? Yeah. uh, Scooby-Don't, everybody. Yeah. What the fuck (laughs) are you doing with that? All right. Let's get into it. What a It is time for the OP radio segment here on WATP. And what Opie decided to do was take his Zoom recorder and go for a walk through Central Park. But not just with a Zoom recorder, Vinny. Also with his phone out and a little Instagram Live. Oh, so he went around the streets bothering people and filming them. Yes, while answering viewer questions. I mean, it's everything you want from Opie. Uh, I love doing my Instagram Live, so I decided to do an Instagram Live and podcast at the same time as I walk in and around Central Park. I take some really tough questions from you guys, and I also mess with a lot of people as I'm walking and talking. So, You think he's uh, dropping off any job applications while he's walking around? <laughs> <laughs> he does ask a couple of buskers, like, oh, is this your corner here? Oh, so you have this? Okay, just checking. All right, I'll keep walking. So he talks about the fact that he just left doing the podcast that we reviewed last week where him and Carl are at Gebhard's beer culture and they're talking to each other in a noisy bar restaurant and i just want i want you to listen to this because opie used to pronounce carl's last name ruiz and so for a long time i thought his name was carl ruiz and that's what i was saying Uh, it's ruiz it's ruiz it's carl ruiz yeah opie doesn't know how to pronounce people's names so gebhard is is spelled g-e-b i have to look at my notes because i (laughs) I spelled it the way that he says it in my clip here g-e-b-h-a-r-d Gebhard. Okay. Okay. Tell me that there isn't a, a P and a T in the way that Opie says this. Man, that was a lot of fun. I just dropped Carl off at the subway after doing a podcast at Gebhardt's. That fine joint on 72nd Street here in New York City. It's called Gebhardt's Beer Culture. 
they have uh, such a great variety of beers and ciders and everything in between. It's a really hip, cool joint. And Matt and the gang over at Get Parts. Uh, he says it three times. I didn't edit that. He says it three times in a row, and he says it wrong every single time. But how does he say exactly? Oh, uh, I know. I'm the last person to be making fun of someone for mispronouncing something. This is a good point. You bring up a good point. That's why you're Nut here. Kick. That's why you're here to call me on my bullshit. I still love you. And I do appreciate that. So some of the questions that come in. I'm just saying there's a side out in front. It's spelled right on the fucking side. Uh, he should know it's with a B, not a P. I, it's silly. He's like one of the dumbest people. I mean, you got Billy. Billy from Scooby-Doo's. And then yeah. maybe Opie's a close second. I don't know. It's hard to tell. Does Carl like just let him come to his restaurant and like record in there? He seems annoyed by it, but yes. Okay. Yeah, it's weird. He, Opie at one point talks about the fact that he goes to Carl's restaurant, hangs out in the kitchen, and says, oh, I'm hungry, and makes Carl cook him food. He's like the worst friend in the history of friends. I think he used to pay Carl back when he was on Sirius to come in and do the show, and so now Carl feels some type of loyalty or... Maybe he owes him something. I don't know. I mean, it's a sandwich. <laughs> it's yeah, that's like, a good point. It's, it's not, like not a that sandwich. He does play it up a little bit, but uh, the Ulster has been known to exaggerate a tad from here and there. All right. This is somebody. So people are writing in questions and they're talking about Opie and Anthony and getting the band back together, so to speak. Yeah. Everyone that used to be part of that show, they're uh, in different places in their lives. We've grown apart. So Opie says, well, we can't get O&A back together because everybody who used to be part of that show is in different places now. They've all grown apart. No, they're all in the same place, hating you. Yeah, let me explain where everybody's at. (laughs) You got Jim and Sam, or you got, uh, yeah, Jim and Sam do a morning show on SiriusXM where Opie and Anthony used to be. So they're still in the exact same spot. They were both big parts of that show. And then you got Anthony, who does a show with Jim. And then you got E-Rock, who's also working for Anthony. These were all the people of Opie and Anthony. They're all still together. The only person who's not there is Opie. He's like, oh, we've grown apart. No, they've all grown away from you. Correct. Everyone's pushed themselves away from you. I even saw Club Soda Kenny on Ant's show recently. How's he doing? He's great. Good. You know Club Soda Kenny. He's a I fucking do. curmudgeon. He's the best. He's just angry all the time. He's not angry. He's a nice guy. Is he? He yeah. seems angry. He's terrified me. Yeah, I, I wouldn't fuck with him. But then he went really nice. Okay. Like, I had to work for him. Yeah. For, like, years ago. Okay. When Norton was in town, I had to work, like, the merch tables and stuff. Mm. So, like, Kenny was in charge. And for the whole time, he would not, like, talk to me in any way, shape, or form. Then at the end, he walks up. He goes, you were so good. It was nice working with you. And he gave me a big handshake and, like, a arm hug, like a side really? Yeah. So he was he super was, cool. So he was a dick to you the entire time, but he was nice at the very end. You're like, he's a great guy. Yeah. That's all it takes. You got a close high. You just got to redeem yourself at the end. That's what I plan to do on this show. That's my deathbed plan. Yep. The very last episode, <laughs> I'm just going to come out and be like, guys, I was kidding. We're out all good. Suddenly, John, you're the best. You know, and then we'll just, it'll all be good. Like, oh, that Carl guy was actually really nice all along. Who knew? <laughs> I like it. Uh, they're going to murder you before you get a chance to do your last episode. I have a feeling that's true. I think you might be right about that. Yeah. All right, kill you off. I wish I lived in a bigger city. I feel like Rochester's too small. They already know that I'm in Rochester. You don't have to go much further than that. There were some people who speculated uh, how to find me if you come to this city. Look for you in Arkansas. Well, yeah, (laughs) we'll get into that too. But I thought that was a pretty funny plan. Just walk into a bar, yell band practice, and whoever cracks up laughing, that's probably me. 
right, here is Opie talking about the Jim and Sam show. So this is now the morning show on Sirius XM. Well, I'm sure he has some good thoughts. He was in the business for a long time. Right, and he, he actually brought Sam up, and he's responsible for bringing Jim Norton on the show. So You would think he would be very proud. He of should the feel person. really good about this. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of like his legacy is continuing people on. who continued to progress, even though he got a raw deal. Right. The people he worked with. Right. At least he could feel good for shined. them. Yes, and that they're still at it. You definitely should go on Jim and Sam. Why the... Why would I go on Jim and Sam? This is what I have to deal with. I'm glad I turned this dumb thing on. Jim and Sam are a terrible radio show that has absolutely no buzz. <laughs> All right. So I want to point something out here. Shots, shots fired. I can't wait to listen to the next chip show. Shots fired. So... Opie gets a question. You should go on Jim and Sam. That show is fucking terrible, he says. And no buzz. So for Sam Roberts, who's been neutral this entire time, shots are fired now, Sam. Can we stop being neutral? If Opie doesn't want to come on your show, have Carl from Who Are These Podcasts on your show. Let's do this thing. I'm ready to come on, guys. I'm ready Carl, to get booked. Yes. Carl, Carl. Seriously, Sam, that's fucked up. He just... Took a serious shot at you just now. No buzz. No, no buzz. buzz it's Sam a Roberts. Show nobody cares about it. He Book talks... me too, Sam. <laughs> yeah, but he also wants to come on, and he won't even talk about Asians in a disparaging way. He's safe. I love their culture. So this is him talking about Howard Stern. There was a time you would walk New York City streets, and wherever you went, people were talking about Howard Stern. It's just simply not happening anymore. I, would, I, I can't even imagine how many people he talks to on a weekly basis. Now, granted, he's talking to more people than most podcasts, but he's not talking to more people than Joe Rogan. I would guarantee that. And they fudged the numbers over there. That's why they don't tell their, uh, their shows, you know, the numbers. Because I think if half those guys that worked at SiriusXM really knew how many people were actually listening, they'd be like, what the hell am I doing? I'm just wasting my time. So I think... That's probably true. But it's funny that he says if the people at SiriusXM knew the numbers, they would think they were wasting their time. Opie, you talked to a fraction of who you used to talk to. Aren't you wasting your fucking time? If you thought you were wasting your time on Sirius... There's not even a paycheck for you. You're not even making money, and you're walking around the streets with a Zoom recorder, and no one's ever heard it. Where are his children? Where are your kids when you're doing this? Seriously. That's silly, though. But you know, he did make... I will give him credit on a point. Yeah. Rogan probably is more relevant than Howard Stern at this point, unquestionably, right? A thousand percent. Yeah. It's not even close. Solid. I mean, that's a solid point. And I I will tell you that there is no buzz around Howard Stern anymore. I used to have a ton of friends who listen to Howard Stern. Nobody does anymore. Oh, you don't want to listen to things about his limo driver dildoing himself? (laughs) (laughs) No. God, this show's so bad. And that's like all week, too. The limo driver doodles himself, and they have to talk about it every episode. It's like, oh, okay, I mean, that was a segment. Can we move on now? Holy shit. So I, I totally agree with that point. There is no buzz around Howard Stern anymore, and really people have definitely gone to podcasts. Is that the proper term, dildoing yourself? Yeah, <laughs> okay. I think that's right. I didn't know, okay, I didn't know dildoing was a verb, but I think <laughs> it, it works. So then somebody writes in on his Instagram Live and asks him he's going to go on the Joe Rogan Experience. As you would. Go on Rogan. I would love to go on Joe Rogan, but uh, I don't know if that's going to happen. There was a time recently that I thought it was happening. I was on some kind of weird schedule of upcoming guests, 
And then the thing kind of just faded away. So I don't know what's going on with that. He meant Rogaine, Opie. He meant Rogaine. <laughs> Go on, Rogaine. You're not going on Joe Rogan. He goes, I don't know if that's going to happen. It's not. It's not going to happen. You're not an interesting person. So he mentions that there was a time when I was on a list to go on this show. You know what he's talking about? JRElibrary.com. I have it pulled up right here. Okay, what is this now? They speculate on who the upcoming guests will be. Look at this list of people that they have. It's like fucking everybody. So go through and read how they come up with this. This is an unofficial list of guests scheduled to appear on the podcast. We've included the names of upcoming guests that Joe Rogan has mentioned on the podcast or on social media. Some guests make their own social media announcements. Others have expressed mutual interest with Joe on Twitter. So if somebody just fucking tweets about going on Joe Rogan, they could show up on here. Good job, Opie. You tweeted about Joe. He did, and it was kind of nasty, too. If I, yes. I was like, why aren't you doing my show? Wasn't it kind of like shitty? It was a YouTube video where That's he was right. calling Joe Rogan out. And he goes, I don't know why I'm not booked as a guest on there. Well, A, you're irrelevant. You have a podcast that nobody listens to. And B, you're kind of a weirdo. You were calling him out on a YouTube video for not returning your DM. Weird. That's not how... Normal celebrities behave. You get your agent to call their agent and motherfuck them that way. <laughs> I don't think Opie has an agent. <laughs> Could you imagine? I bet he does. That agent is falling on hard times. Doesn't take phone calls from him, but I bet he does <laughs> right? have an yeah. agent. <laughs> yeah. In theory, there's an agent who would represent Opie. I mean, they used to have some agent as Stern. I mean, do you think he dumped him? Oh yeah. Hmm. Maybe. You never know. Agents don't work for people who they have just, no like, job. When, when you work for an eight, when you have an agency, yeah, like they'll throw you down the line, like they'll just put you down, and Un- shuffle you down to until like, they dump you. Right. The last thing that he had to work on was the Westwood One deal, which was eighteen months ago. That wasn't a good deal. It wasn't a good they deal. Did, it did, didn't work out well. They, they didn't do a good job. <laughs> It wasn't a good deal. I just think that's hilarious. When are you going to go on Joe Rogan? I thought that was happening. Why? Because it was written on a website somewhere, you idiots. You're not going on Joe Rogan. All right. I'll get off. I see my name's on the website. I just need a date. He's just calling (laughs) Right. He's he's texting a number that's not even Joe's. Hey, I just saw on this website that I'm coming on your show. What's the date? I got to get it in my... All right. Um, So, Opie now runs into... He mentioned that he's going to be talking to people on the street, which is always great banter for him. He runs into this guy named Strawberry James. And Strawberry James is a busker who performs Beatles songs. That's a great name, though. It is. Strawberry James. I I agree. He's not very good. Way more interested already. So this is a little bit of a longer clip. I tried to fast forward through a a few parts to speed it up. But Opie walks up to him and says, hey, man, you're on a podcast right now. Do you want to plug anything? Hey, I'll give you some money. Play me a song. And then... Typical Opie hilarity ensues after that. Did he stomp his cake? He want, If he had a cake, he would have. Stomp his guitar? I do want to point out at the end of this clip, listen to how happy Opie is with himself. Just listen to how thrilled he is with his own performance on this. Bro, podcasting, give me a little something. The Lido track from the greatest album of the 20th century. All right. Strawberry James at your service. <laughs> yeah. How do we find the, you? How do we the, find you online? I'm the original Quiet Zone violator. Just really? Google Strawberry James, you'll find something. Okay. And this is a street performer, and he's like, how do we find you online? Oh, well, I got a website, I have a multimedia empire. He's a homeless man, Opie, he doesn't have a fucking website. I think it's what's funny about this is, 
he tried to get Sandy Kane to come on. Right. <laughs> he was just like, I ain't talking to you, nobody. I love that Opie's like, what are your tour dates? Where, where can we find your next gig? He's just being a douche. All right, going back to it. How much? I'm not really a social media. Yeah, I hear I you. Know. All right. I was just trying to give me a plug if you're going to give me a song. It's all good. And I got a few bucks in my pocket, Out so sight, we'll man. do this nice. Our life together is so precious together. Staring you here. Boo! Boo! Why don't we take off alone? I just walked away. <laughs> These people are laughing. These people are laughing at me. <laughs> The guitar was drowning out his vocals, right? No fiver for the kid. No fiver. You gotta balance that shit out, bro. <laughs> so Opie yelled boo while the guy was performing, giggled to himself, announced that other people were also giggling, and never gave him money. And cracked himself up over that performance. I'm not giving you any fiber. He also used an old time <laughs> man. He learned that. That had to be. He learned that from Weeze. Oh, that's definitely a Weeze. That, that's a Weeze. I give him no fiber, brah. Hey, brother man. Oh, God. Um, so my thoughts here. Uh, I think that if Anthony and Jim were in the studio, this could have been funny. Yes. Agreed. I think it could have been funny. And that's the thing that makes me sad about it is like listening to... You know, the triangle play by itself with the orchestra is not there. It kind of depresses you a little. <laughs> Opie is the triangle of that orchestra. Yeah. That's a very good point. It's like Thank you just you. wanted to chime in, I don't know, every 30 minutes or so and just add a little accent every now and, and again. move on. Yeah. That fucking dig is yeah, important. Just, the dig's good. It's good. It's, it's important. But not with a few violins and some brass ahead of it. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, because Opie is in, interacting with this character who's got an out-of-tune guitar and is strumming away and opie's only play is to yell boo and then giggle and walk away all right i mean i wouldn't have given him money either (laughs) i have to all the fibers for me bro i have to admit that i shit on opie a lot ah i'm glad you can admit it and i do have to point out when something is decent that he does one of the issues that I had with Radio Gunk, the people who make fun of Howard, is that they just trashed everything he did, whether it was good or bad. It's like, well, you guys used to be Howard fans. There must be something that's it's good. Integrity. Right. Yeah. This is this is me showing integrity. I actually thought this bit was decent. He finds another busker who's also playing Beatles songs, and he decides he wants to give him a tip, and he says this. Do you can you break a twenty? Yeah. I used to be a big radio star, and I would give you the whole 20, but times are a little tight for me as well, sir. So if you could give me, like, oh, boy, everyone's watching, so give me 10. Give me 10 back. I want to give you five, but, I mean, I'm live right now. People are watching this. I thought that was decent. He's asking a street performer to break a 20. (laughs) I mean, I wouldn't do that. Yeah, right, but... (laughs) I like there's a little bit of humility there and a little well, co- a little comedy. 
I think he might actually be broke. Somebody speculated that his wife is the one who controls all their finances, which is why he hasn't upgraded from a fucking handheld recorder for his podcast. I mean, he, he's doing Instagram on an iPhone 6, Carl. Yeah, he's doing Instagram on an iPhone 6, and he's eating for free at La Cubana. He can't even go to a restaurant where his buddy isn't the chef. And Aww. he has to ask a guy to break a 20 when he goes to tip him. He walks away from the other guy. I thought that Hart doesn't a... cover his tab anymore. Yeah, right. I thought that was a decent bet. So then Opie goes on. This is the uh, last clip from this episode. Opie goes on to express an opinion that he has about a comedian who he doesn't think is very funny. Vinny Paulino is the greatest comedian there ever was. And who could argue? Your Opie impression needs some work. Everyone can tell that was you. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> all right. So I think we can all agree on this point that Opie makes. I'm obsessed with Jerry Seinfeld. I, I think I don't think he's that great. I really don't. It's not jealousy. I promise you that. It doesn't hurt that I met him a couple times and he was just a complete and utter dick. Just a dick. So Opie, the guy who was just yelling boo at a street performer and then asking another guy to break a 20, is like, I don't like that guy because he's a dick. Yeah, Seinfeld asked Opie if he could break a 20. <laughs> <laughs> like... First like, of all, okay, I like thinking how that Seinfeld this. sucks is ridiculous. That's right. a ridiculous premise to begin with. Seinfeld is amazing. All right? Whether you like him or not, you can't say that the guy doesn't have talent. Let me tell you what gave me the douche chills on this. Yeah, I got it. It sounds like if you're listening to him say that, it's like standing at a bar and I sound like, come here, let me tell yeah, you yeah, something. Yeah. Starts that whispering. Jerry, that Jerry Seinfeld. Don't tell, tell you. Don't listen, tell anyone you heard this from let me. Let me tell you something. I just want you to know something. I, you know, I'm in the industry. I know these things. And that Jerry Seinfeld, he's not very good. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Yep. And you think that if like you bring your octaves down and you talk it real serious, people are going to listen to you and think, like, what a good point. You've really turned me. It's a terrible point. It's not a good point. Seinfeld isn't very good. And he says, I'll admit it, it's because he was a dick to me. Now, I'm sure there are things that Seinfeld is not good at. What you put out Being in the world. Being humble. Yeah, well, <laughs> true. Whatever you put out in the world is what you get back from the world. So I'm pretty sure a lot of people are dicks to Opie. I'm just going to throw that out there. So Opie's on Bubba the Love Sponge. Not me. Show. I love him. I'm a big Opie guy. I'm sure you are. Opie was on Bubba the Love Sponge's show. And Bubba asked him straight out, do you ever wish you were a dick? Uh, to your question, do you, ever, about- do, you ever, do you ever look at yourself, Opie, and said, "You know what? I could have been about eighty-five percent less of a dick there, and it might have worked out better for me." That's serious? No, just in general. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, Bubba, that's a good question. Oh, but you ever think that like not being an asshole to everyone would have uh, worked out better for you? What I'll you- tell you what, Pat. Why don't you come on down and stay in my guest room? <laughs> oh yeah, bring your wife. Oh, he asked Opie to start a radio show with him multiple times, and Opie just changes the subject. Every time it's like, I'll tell you, I'll even give you first billing. It'll be Opie and Bubba. And Opie's like, oh, yeah. So anyway, uh, the Mets. Let me tell you, who are these podcasts would be in business forever if yes. those two joined forces. I mean. You would be. As long as they can get Stuttering John to be their prank guy. <laughs> the announcer, the Carl. Stunt, stunt boy. <laughs> He's the announcer. Oh, my God. Opie and Bubba. They'd be called the has-beens. Holy shit. And they probably would name it that too. They should. And they would. They would be uh, all like you know, pretend that they they get it. But oh man, that would be. Next week on the Hasmans, Michael Mara is going to be calling in. Hey, did show. you guys hear about my kid? He's <laughs> he's playing with his play doh. Holy shit, Michael Mara! 
I'm gonna keep I, my... I, re- I recorded my kid having a nonsense conversation. How about I play it for you on my radio show? How about you don't, Michael Mara? How about we pass on that? Are you fucking kidding me? Isn't my kid the cutest? No, he's just an idiot. And of course, their producer for the Bubba Opie Mike O'Mara project, Rob Spiewak. <laughs> Rob Spiewak! All day long. All day long. Oh my God. All right. This is Opie. Why do I want that to happen so badly, Carl? Bubba the Love Sponge is talking about, because Bubba has a relationship with Howard Stern, as you know. Yeah. Or not a good don't. one. You know, some people put their phone on silence when they're on well, my show. Not me, buddy. <laughs> not me, pal. That's fine. I'm a, I got this fucking got ring video doorbell thing. Oh, and it fucking, is that what's going on? And I try to, like, turn it off. But, like, every time someone comes to my door for some reason, it does it, even if my volume is off. Right. And I'm trying to figure out the opposite way. So thanks for calling me out on it. Is that um, uh, your wife's boyfriend who's just showing up over there? Yeah, Jamal. Yeah, okay. I, you told her that it's going to be over an hour, right? Yeah, we have another hour. Okay. With, with this show, we probably have another two hours left. We probably left. do, because we haven't even gotten into Seamus McKillian yet. Who? Or the Cringe of the Week. Lots of fun things to talk about today. Okay, so where Let's, were we? Bubba is asking Opie if he would go on Howard Stern's show, because he thinks that Howard is in full-on makeup mode with all of his past feuds. And Bubba speculates that Howard would have Opie on as a guest. I think Howard would have you in. I honestly think that he's in a different place now. And I think that I think that I really think that he would talk to you. I think he would have you on the show. <laughs> I want to explain why this is wrong. All right. Because Bubba said it. Well, that's one, that's one of the reasons. So Howard Stern's show, as we have already talked about, is not great anymore. However, the one thing that he does is only has on A-list celebrities. If he can't get an A-lister on, he doesn't have anyone on at all. He'll talk to High Pitch Eric he'll about just, yeah, something. He'll, he'll, yeah, he'll talk to High Pitch Eric, or he'll have um, High Register Sean on to talk about dog people. Roddy brings in his uh, toys to talk about. Yeah, they'll dildo Roddy in the studio. They don't have people like Opie on the show. Opie can't even get on Joe Rogan. He's not going to get on Howard Stern. But again, less people are listening to Howard Stern than Joe Rogan. True. But I just love the fact that Bubba's like, you know what? I bet Howard would have you on. There's no fucking way in hell. Here's what I'll bet. I'll bet Sirius won't let him in the building. Yeah, that's a good point, too. Oh, the guy who was filming someone shitting in the bathroom here? No! He can't, can't come up here. Of course not. I mean, God, he's the... Oh, it's so funny. I love that Bubba exclaims that they are both done in radio. God, I don't know. I just, the industry is like when we're out, when we're done, and we're practically done in yeah. regular radio. Oh, my Let's God. Just, we're, we're practically done. Oh, my God. Who, who, the, who the fuck is after us? <laughs> so Bubba is not in a good place right now. I mean, at least he still has a radio gig, and he's like, we're done. We're done in radio. And it's like, well, Opie actually is done yeah. in radio, like for, for real. Yeah. It's not up for debate. I don't think he's done. It's not theoretical. I think he could go work in a mid market city and they'd have him immediately. Opie? Yeah. You think that he I would take he a seventy thousand dollar no, a year salary to I didn't go work say in that Tacoma, Washington? I didn't say that he would. I said that he, he could, could. Of course, that's of course all I'm saying could. is he could. But he's done. He's been too high to do that. That would be the saddest thing ever. Um. So then, sadder than the podcast. So then they bring up Joe Rogan. Wow, that's a good point. Yeah, I know. That's a good point. Maybe he should do that. At least he won't lose money. Right. Doing he that. Can, he could be the midday guy on 95 at Rochester. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Oh, my God. Leaves I would call him every day. day. 
Let's take a call. All right. It's Snowy. Snowy from Rochester. All right. This is uh, them talking about Joe Rogan. You'll love this as an, uh, as a radio guy. So, um, you know, me and Rogan uh, were friends. I mean, I'm sure we are still friends if I saw him, whatever. But I haven't talked to him in a bit. Um, I'm a little mad at him that he hasn't had me on a show lately. But whatever. Uh, I love that Opie's mad at Joe Rogan. Opie, you can't be mad at Joe Rogan. That's not the way this works. You have to kiss his ass. If you want to get on Joe Rogan's show, meanwhile... He just played Joe Rogan's show on his podcast. He put it out as his podcast, a 12-minute clip of Joe Rogan talking about Opie and Anthony. He's mad at Joe Rogan. Those were the days. Oh, dude. Obviously, he pines for the days that he was on Opie and Anthony. He was a big deal. He talks about how 10 years ago, I would have been getting stopped for autographs walking around Central Park. No one's recognized me for the last hour. He talks about this on his podcast. Let me ask you this question. I was thinking about this the other day, and I'm glad that I'm here with you to ask this. Okay. Let's say the Anthony tweet thing never happened. Yeah. How do you think that ends with them? Oh, you think that's... they'd still be going? Or you think they would have killed each other by now? I think something would have happened because Opie was done with Anthony. Yeah. Yeah, he was already ready to move on and do something different. Okay. But if the tweet thing hadn't happened, I got to think that Anthony would have taken over the morning show because look who did. Jim Thanks. and Sam Roberts. Correct. So you got to think that Anthony would have gotten that gig over Opie. He probably would have moved to afternoons and Anthony would have stayed mornings, but who knows? Anthony was very combustible on that show. He was oh, losing his mind I by the end of that. It was it was getting a little ranty. You know, like by the fucking 15th day in a row that he's talking about uh, statistics with black people and gun violence. You're like, okay, Anthony, what else is going on in the news? Yeah. What was your train ride like? With yeah, him? I can right. only imagine. Jesus Christ, buddy. Holy cow. So, Did you bring your Zood? <laughs> so Opie is talking about the fact that he used to be recognized and being famous was so great and he loved it. But then he goes on Bubba's show and says this. There's no reason you shouldn't be in a better spot than you are. Me too. Let me let me ask you something, though. I am so happy just, just living my life right now. And I do this podcast and a lot of times I just wander around with a Zoom recorder. I don't really have a studio these days. Um, and I'm having more fun now doing radio than uh, at the the height of the ONA years. Bullshit! I don't believe that for a second. <clears throat> why really? would why would that even possibly be possible? Because he has less things to do. Everything is falling apart, and you're having more fun. Do you think? Let me ask you this: Do you think the guys from Motley Crue are having more fun in 2019 than they were in 1983, or less fun? What? Yes. Okay, okay. So when you're famous and there's hot chicks coming on your show and celebrities. They're putting wiffle ball bats inside of themselves. Yes, you're shoving a wiffle ball bat in a When chick. was the last time somebody put a wiffle ball bat inside themselves for Opie? It's been a while. Yeah. I bet he was having more fun then. I bet you. Would be my guess. I bet you Stern would have him on and they'll bring in Ronnie. And they'll do the new wiffle ball that bat would... challenge. I think you just came up with a good idea. You should reach out to Gary Dalbate with that idea. I'd rather think die. Think you're onto something. <laughs> I'd rather be dead. I want to point this out. Last clip that I have from the Opie and Bubba uh, conversation. Opie talked about, and I played this on the episode we did with my brother, my brother, and me when we did an Opie segment. He was talking about how he didn't understand the Kardashians. He didn't understand why they would be famous. And he says this. Big asses. The answer is big asses. Correct. But this is Opie explaining he doesn't understand why their show is popular. Got it. Kardashians drive me insane. I don't even, bo- they don't bother me as much as. It drives I don't get me insane, it. and I'll tell you because 
They sit around on this incredibly popular TV show and they just hang out on their phones. I'm like, what are they? What are they? He's pissed because they just hang out on their phones. So listen to what he tells Bubba he was doing on the Opie and Anthony show. I started playing Candy Crush because, I, you know, the first hour of the show every day was him talking about guns and, and black people and, and racist stuff. And I'm just like, I. So the Kardashians drive you crazy, Opie. You drove me crazy because I would hear Candy Crush playing while Jim and Anthony are trying to be funny on your radio show, you idiot. Hold on. Come here for a second. Come here. Let me tell you something real quick. I'm going to. Well, hold on. Let me get these gumdrops. I want to tell you something. <laughs> The Kardashians, I don't get it. And that Seinfeld, he sucks. He sucks. Oh. <laughs> and I'm playing Candy Crush on a radio got show. Got four peppermints. It's like, <laughs> the fucking idiot. I just, like, I'm amazed. You really are the devil to this man. You really are out after his fucking soul. Vinny, these chocolates just keep multiplying. I don't know how to get these chocolates off of the board. Maybe uh, at the commercial break, you can come over here and give me a hand with this. And you know, if Seinfeld wasn't such a no talent. <laughs> what, a, what a crazy narcissist this guy is he thinks of him playing a video game on a radio show well anthony's talking about real problems no, I'm, just <laughs> I'm just kidding i'm just kidding <laughs> Vinny, i don't like how safe you're being right now let it out <laughs> i do want to point out opie said something that i totally agree with man carl knows his shit yes Agreed. i do very good point all you're right the fucking boogeyman Let's do a quick cringe of the week and then we'll get into Seamus and I'll see if Jody B from the Po Boys is in the Discord. So before we do that, cringe of the week. Cringe. Cringe of the week. Cringe of the week. Sweet. This week's cringe of the week comes from at Benson versus Hedges on Twitter. And he sent us a note saying, you have to listen to the Stuttering John podcast. Uh, one hour and one minute into this episode from September 16th, Stuttering John gets this hot chick to go to Jay Leno's garage. And, you know, Jay Leno has this amazing car collection. And everybody wants to go hang out with Jay Leno in his cars. It's the coolest thing. I can imagine hot chicks probably don't that much. Well, this chick did. Okay. She's probably a star fucker, as most of them out in L.A. are. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I just made a blanketed statement, and you, you agreed with did. it. I just want to point it out that you agreed with it. I I'm the asshole, so I'm okay with it. I didn't know such You thing. shook your head, yep, right? There's no video proof of that. That's a good point. There isn't. I was just listening to you talk. Plus, I'm lying. So this is John talking about this, and it's so pathetic. I love that he says these things on his own show. So, as you recall, I went to Jay's garage. Uh-oh. And I took this beautiful girl... Who, who, who I like, whose uh, dad had just passed away. I want to do something nice. That's and why. I took right. uh, Alex Michelson. And they both had a great time. And the girl posted pictures of her with Jay. And she posted pictures with her at James Corden at his desk. Because I, got, I hooked her up with the whole tour through my friend Mike, who I'm indebted to. And, you know, she got to see everything, all the backstage. I mean, you know, she took pictures everywhere and just said, you know, but never, ever mentioned me, <laughs> ever, in any of the posts. Now, I don't personally give a shit. He doesn't personally. So, Vinny, this thing that he just set up for the last minute and a half and had to bring up on his show, he doesn't give a shit. He doesn't He's care. two seconds from screaming, this will not stand. Yeah, he goes, he goes, I personally don't care. I was just told I had to bring this up. For me, it's not a big deal. How funny is that? 
cringe of the week worthy. Agreed. Cringe of the week worthy. Worthy. But it gets better because our buddy Royce over there, and Royce, if you're listening, we love you, buddy. We, I don't know you, Royce. I have no feelings about you. We think you. you're the best. Royce calls him out. I like that you're following her on her on her page, waiting for this thank you still. Ah. You know, no, no, I follow her on her page because she's hot. I like to look no, at her No, I pictures. know, but I mean, you don't think that you're at some point waiting for this thank you to pop up? No. You don't no. think casually, though, like somewhere in this mix, you have a nice weekend in California that she should just be, by the way, here's this picture of me and John and Jay. Or like somewhere you would just. Well, that was one thing that was weird about that is that, that we did take a picture together. And she never asked me for it. But wouldn't you be expecting that? That's what I'm saying. And she never posted. Like, she had no interest in posting one with me and her. (laughs) (laughs) It's so pathetic. This is like a 50-year-old man. He's still going through these issues at 50. I'm just saying, you know, I did a, did a favor and she could have posted. I took a picture with us. We did a selfie. She didn't ask for it. Well, (laughs) Listen, attractive woman on Instagram. Expect to hear from his attorneys. Yeah, watch out. What do you, New York? We'll be in touch. So I just listened to this random part of the podcast because I was turned on to it for our Cringe of the Week. And as I'm listening, I couldn't help but hear John once again talk about trolls and how he deals with it. And then she texted me and was like, who are these people? And I'm like, look, I have no idea. I don't expect a thank you. I go, I get trolls all the time. Just ignore them. I go, she goes, yeah, but I'm very sensitive. I go, I am too, but somehow along the way, I'm, I'm immune to it now. Now I enjoy it, and I really do. <laughs> like all these idiots on Twitter, and we have quite, um, well, we have like 15 minutes left. All these idiots on Twitter, they think they're getting to me by calling me a loser. Yeah. No talent. Don't they realize that, like, I enjoy it? I mean, like, this is the asshole who's threatening to break my legs and sue me is saying that he enjoys when people call him a loser. Not if they do a good job at it, though, apparently. Yeah, right. I mean, if, if they're a little too accurate, I get a little pissed, but... If they're very good, explaining why I'm t- terrible at everything. If they back it up with evidence, it's irrefutable. They use my own property against me. How funny is that? He says... He contradicts himself all over the place. I don't care. I don't care that she did that. I mean, she could have. I mean, I, I, I looked. It wasn't there. I, it, I don't care. It doesn't bother me. I don't, I don't, you know, I personally, I, I don't give a shit. And then she's upset because people are trolling her. And I don't care about trolls. I like trolls. Trolls are the best. I, I, I hang out with trolls. I got some advice for Royce. Yeah. Obviously, the best thing you should do right now is call Bubba the Love Sponge. He's looking. Yes. Yes. Royce. Go. go to Florida. Get out of there, pal. Run. I don't know who's in worse shape right now, Bubba or John. It's a toss-up. It's not going well over there. Eh. No state taxes in Florida, Royce. All right, real quick. Let's, let me just play this thing, and then we'll move on. O'Grunden reached out to Asterios Kokonos. Do you know who that is? No. So Asterios... Stavros? No, not Stavros. Oh. Asterios is a character from The Dick Show. Before that, the biggest problem in the universe. He's friends with... Dick Masterson and Maddox and he was part of the big lawsuit and he lost his job over it when Maddox sued everybody. Oh, that's the dude who got fired. Okay. Yes. He got fired from the PR firm. And since then he stopped going on Dick's show and he's gotten sober and he does this show called the loudest podcast with his co-host Sriracha. And what they do. You're not listening to the loudest podcast in the universe. 
I don't know what their show is. I haven't listened to it. I stepped so far away from the microphone to do do that, too. I do appreciate that. You cringe so hard. Oh, man. I shouldn't have told you what the name of that was. Yeah, I'm the worst. But what they do I deserve your score, Reddit. They'll put out a five-minute podcast answering a specific question that comes in. I'm sure you have to pay them for it. But they put out a podcast. So our buddy O'Grundon sent in a question about, would you ever go on Who Are These Podcasts? Or would you review Who Are These Podcasts? And Asterios says this. Agurden, you write, review who are these podcasts, whether you've listened to it before or not. So many people tell me to go on who are these podcasts and to listen who are these podcasts. And they do it with such fervency and frequency that I assume it's some weird bullshit I should stay super far away from. (laughs) I just assume that. So I'm not buying this that he's getting it so often that people are just trolling him massive. I've had people reach out to me saying we should have Asterios on. I'm sure people have reached out to him. I like Asterios. I don't like sober Asterios probably as much, but I'm sure he's still a great guy. So I thought it was interesting that he says, I've never listened to the show. I don't know what it is. But his co-host, Sriracha, most certainly has. I have listened to a couple episodes of Who Are These Podcasts. Okay. Is it normal? It's a show... About it's mildly entertaining. Okay. It's a show about a couple of guys that listen to like random podcasts, mostly to shit on them. Right. And it has given me a weird frame of reference to listen to any other podcast because like I'll be listening to our podcast and we'll we'll immediately start talking about something stupid like some stupid lore that we have like Nathan Masry yeah and I'll be hearkening back to things that I've listened to on who are these podcasts like nobody who's just tuned in has any idea who the fuck we're talking about this is the service that WATP does for podcasts you're a specter haunting the minds I I'm no doubt. Yeah. People listen to the show and then they immediately start catching themselves and, oh shit, I just said like seven times in that last sentence. We're talking about something that's way off topic. No one knows what we're talking about. We're fixing podcasting one podcaster at a time. We are the podcast listened to by podcasters. And here is proof that we've infected Sriracha's brain. And who are these podcasts has kind of like infected my brain because now I think about other podcasts that I listen to. Like I listen to an ass load of Digibro's podcast. You do. Digibro, who has been on WATP, also a fan of the show. And I like that people, I actually do hear this a lot. I know I'm sounding like Opie now, but I do hear people say, I listen to your show and now I can't listen to other people's shows without picking up on the things that you would be pissed off about. I kind of, I, I help podcasters, but then I also ruin podcasts for podcast listeners at the same time. It's a little bit of a double-edged sword there. You are, uh, you have your finger on the zeitgeist, my friend. <laughs> Can you have a finger on a zeitgeist? I don't fucking know. <laughs> I don't care anymore. And I think Vinny's fucking... Play the cringe of the week again. You're, you're, you're facing no, out. I'm, I'm fine. I'm this is the last it. clip that I want to play just to reinforce the fact that we are doing a service for podcasters everywhere. I think they're doing a service. They're doing a public service for people that actually want to turn their podcast into a business. Because you need to make... I feel like the best podcasts are the ones that are most palatable. It's like a reality television show where you could just tune in to any episode and you don't need to go to like 12 acres of lore to get what the hosts are fucking talking about. 
Sriracha, if you want to come on and co-host sometime, this woman gets it. I'll get you a tour of Jay Leto's garage. <laughs> you better post it on Instagram, you bitch. Uh, if you want to, if you want to come on, reach out sometime. It seems like you know what you are talking about. All right, let's see if we got Jody B here and we can get him on the show. Jody, you on, buddy? What's up, you Jew chink fagtards? <laughs> All right. Uh, Vinny just left. He's running for the hills. No, right I'm not. I'm just over here tarting it up. <laughs> Hope there's no plans for SNL, fellows, because this is not going to go well. I'm pretty sure well. SNL has no plans for any of us, so we're good. So, Jody, thanks for joining us. Uh, you are from the Poe Boys podcast, and I was mentioning earlier that you have given me a ton of insight and recommendations and information that I've used on the show. So I want to thank you for that. No, thank you for having me, uh, you boomer fuck. Uh, right. I believe that's what I'm supposed to refer to you as, right? This, that's, this is true. I'm a fan of the show. Uh, long time, first time. Thanks for having me, Carl. I really appreciate it. You have to call me a boomer fuck and then tell me to call you back. Yes. Those are the call rules. me back. And the other guy, I don't, who's the other guy? It's not Doug, right? Vinny Paulino is joining us today. Ah. Oh. Vinny, hello, sir. How hello. are you? Hello, Jody. How are you today? I'm peachy. Awesome. Had Chick-fil-A for breakfast. I'm feeling extra racist and, and homophobic and, you know, it just, I'm wired. I'm wired this was, for a, this was a mistake, wasn't it, Vinny? No, we're all good. <laughs> this was a mistake. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. So, what happened here, and anybody who's in the subreddit or, or follows Twitter probably has seen this, but Seamus McKillian who is the host of the Chewed Gum podcast and 20 other podcasts, finally had a little bit of a, a meltdown. <laughs> and it was just as I predicted. I Croge was very upset with me when I told everyone to give him five stars for Chewed Gum and then shit all over him in the comment section. I, I didn't think he'd be able to handle it well because he gets so uptight about reviews. I thought it would confuse the fuck out of him, and it did. I think it was oh, a brilliant yeah. piece he of psychological know. warfare. Oh, it's amazing. He doesn't know how to handle this, and it's turned into, I think I have about 80 clips Dude, of this guy talking you call, about this. You texted me yeah. Wednesday when it came out, and you're like, I need you to listen to this because you're coming <laughs> to the show. Yes. Man, we may have a real problem here, fella. <laughs> yeah. so, I've, uh, I've sent Carl a message multiple times at this point that says, hey, man, you, you know – do what you want to do, but just understand every time you say his name now, it's just one more page in the manifesto that's going to have Carl yeah. scratched across the top of the fucking page. <laughs> so let's talk about... I would read it and I would giggle. So let's get into that real quick. I don't even know what order to play these in. I'm going to just go through the regular order. Or why don't we start off with this? This is why we have Jody on the show. I believe you are in Arkansas. Is that correct, Jody? Uh, that Yes, correct. Okay. That explains so, the Chick-fil-A and racism. Yes, it does. Yes. So this is Seamus or Patrick Michael or Todd or whatever he's calling himself on this show talking uh, about. Wait, he uses different names? Yes. Does he really? Yes. He's a, it's impossible to find his podcast or his comedy. Everything's under a different name. It's it's crazy. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I was playing part of the show for my wife this yeah. morning. We were in the car going out to eat. <laughs> Your poor wife. And she was going. Like, he was talking about how he's going straight to the top and how everybody else would just go along for the ride. And you yeah. should have seen the blank stare in her <laughs> eyes. Like, is this a real person? Is this a joke? I don't know if it's a real person or not. It doesn't seem like it. All right. It feels like it's a big joke on all of us. He's upset about these reviews people are leaving because these people don't even know him as a person. 
Why can't I mention the fact that I got 30 new reviews on another podcast that are all wrong? Because check this out. None of them know me. Not one of these fucking people know me. I've never been to Arkansas. I've never been close to Arkansas. <laughs> so I don't know why he brings up Arkansas. I don't know if he thinks that we're in Arkansas. Let me back up real quick. Know. Let me back up. So Jody, I think, has been a part of the antagonizing of this poor guy. The only thing I've done is call him Todd three times. Okay. That's it. That's the extent of it for yeah, you? Yeah, I've never... So when all there was this, uh, a back and forth drama, uh, he got kicked out of a network that I'm from with. The dude that I asked. Thank you for and, calling from a baseball game. Yeah, dude, you're a fucking Chrissy Mayer in our show right now. What's going on? You got fucking dial up over I'm there? Sorry, dude? Are you out of AOL hours? <laughs> uh, Arkansas internet, buddy. I'm sorry. Hey, give me give me one minute. Let me switch to my phone. He's right. gonna raise her back calls back. Oh no, he's switching to his phone. That can't, can't be good. Oh boy. All right, let me let me play some so clips. So he called him Todd. Like, I didn't Todd? understand that. He called him Todd. He said he called him Todd three times. Okay, that's all he did. Like that's Beetlejuice. Yeah, that's right. That's all okay. thanks. I don't think this guy likes being called Todd. I don't know why. But he has a real problem with so it. So that's how we've got to review all of his shows. We thought that Todd did a fantastic job on this yes. episode. All right. I'm doing a terrible job of getting into this segment because there's so much to talk about. And I, I don't know. If people don't have the context of it. I'm like, how do I introduce this? Not, not too much lore, please. Yeah, it's too much lore. You're right. Let's get into it. Let's go back for a second with Seamus. Maybe we could reset this and save it. Yep. Um, he has a show called Chewed Gum. Right. But he didn't respond. You're telling me he didn't respond to the Chewed Gum? So because like, he has so many shows, I told the- everyone to review the Chewed Gum show. Right. So then he goes on the Ginger Snap podcast and talks about the reviews he got on Chewed Gum. Right, which makes all the sense in the world. Nothing he does makes sense. So here's a clip that I think will get us into this talking about me specifically i don't know anything about you i have no clue who these people are none whatsoever and i wish i was just saying that but i'm not bullshitting what do i got what do i have to lose what am i what do i have to lie about right here right now 100 percent. i don't know who the fuck you are i have only found out about these people because somebody keeps mentioning mentioning the name carl all right, so he has no idea who we are. You're he still know, just a specter. He doesn't know anything that's going on. He's so confused. By the way, he's going to contradict himself about 80 times. That's just the beginning of this. I don't know what's going on, but somebody said the name Carl, and I guess I'm angry. I don't know. Jody, you back, buddy? Yeah, can you hear me? I can. Okay, sorry right. about that, guys. It's my internet shoddy. That's why I warned you beforehand. <laughs> yeah. All right, so... He goes on to talk about the fact that there's two podcasts out there that are trolling him. And I believe what he's talking about is the Who's Right podcast with our buddy Doug. Dougie! And who are these podcasts? And Doug has reached out to him and asked him to be on his show. And I don't think. Such a dick. Yeah, I know. I don't think that Doug's been malicious to him except for what we've talked about on this show. So there is some confusion about who's doing what and and where they are. But uh, Seamus makes this claim but basically what has happened is over the time of me deciding that i want to do stand-up comedy uh, after doing all this podcasting and whatnot uh i get trolled by this one specific group of like two podcasts it's one it's one it's the same host for both podcasts and they have nope. somehow f- f- you know found mm-hmm. 30 of their closest friends you know their other 
you know, the other people that they've been friends with since seventh grade to go and troll me and basically give me a bunch of five stars and just talk shit <laughs> in the actual <laughs> review. All right. My favorite part of that thing was explaining that to my wife. Yes. Was explaining yeah. the five stars and just shitting on people. Oh, it's the most brilliant thing the show is responsible for. Hats Jody, off. I don't know if I'm able to hang with you, man. You're making a lot of noise on your end. Okay, hang on one second, man. I'm sorry. Yeah, it sounds like you're in a wind tunnel. I'm in your mom's house. Hold on. Okay. There'll be way more oinking. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Vinny. You made a jo- joke about my wife's boyfriend coming over. Yeah, wow. Get. I, I didn't think I was joking. Okay. How's that, guys? Is it done? <laughs> more wind tunnel? I don't know, I'm doing man. my Chrissy awesome. Mayer impression, buddy. I'm sorry. You really are. I feel like you're... What what inning is it in at the Little League game that you're at? What what bat it's what numbers is your kid batting? <laughs> hey Jody, shit. explain to me why it would upset him to be called Todd. Yeah, let's talk about that. So here's the deal, guys. I've literally only said the name Todd to him three times <laughs> immediately, along with everybody else. So I literally We are experiencing technical difficulties. Please stand by. All right. I think you said something about you called him Todd because he was a white boy and that's a white boy name. I'm not sure. Unfortunately, buddy, your connection is atrocious. I'm I'm going to have to bail on this. I am so sorry. I was hoping to to get you on to talk about Seamus. I think you have a good inside knowledge on it, but it's just not working out. Hey, uh, maybe next time let's try Skype. <laughs> sorry, guys. Okay. Yeah, we could try Skype next time. Um, yeah. From my experience, internet connection over Skype is just as bad as internet connection over Discord, but we could definitely give it It another go. My computer's just old, buddy. I'm sorry. It's been a a pleasure getting to speak with you for uh, three sentences. Well, you're welcome. Thank you for having me. I hope you enjoyed talking to me. Thanks for coming on. And Kaya Orson just said, uh, Carl's such a cuck letting himself get Chrissy'd again. No, we're bowing out. Fuck you guys. Fuck you, right, Kaya. Buddy. Have a good rest of the show. All right, see ya. I love Kaya so much. Oh, he's the best. All right. So, what the fuck were we playing I, before I, I that? I think you should have a Kaya WATP t-shirt. I might buy that one. You're right. I should have a WATP t-shirt that just talks about the official podcast. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good point. I'd probably sell more merchandise that way. Yeah. Well, you know, if it didn't just have a picture of a garbage can on it. Motherfucker. (laughs) He's going to fight me. All right. Okay, so Seamus is obviously upset at you. Yes. uh, But he thinks he's upset at Doug. (laughs) Well, he's upset at both of us for sure. Right. But he thinks we're the same people. He He thinks thinks the same hosts on both shows. Right. Right. He thinks that Doug's allowed to be here more than once. Well, he hates Carl because he keeps hearing this name Carl. Yeah. But he thinks that I'm on Who's Right, which is crazy town. I would never be on that yeah, show. Yeah, right. <laughs> anyway. Boy, Seamus, you fuck everything up. So Seamus' show Chewed Gum is a movie review podcast. We've documented this in the past. And somebody who was motherfucking him on his review talked about the fact that all he does is read from IMDb. And this is Seamus' response to that. And it's a podcast where I talk about movies. And people have left reviews in the in in the reviews talking about how I read from IMDb, and it's like, where else do you get your fucking facts for movies besides a place called Internet Movie Database? 
Like, what are you, five years old? Are you not understanding how this works? I love how confident he is that he should be reading off an IMDb page. It's like, that's what my podcast is. I talk about movies. Of course I would read word for word an IMDb page, you idiot. Dude, it's Seamus's world. We just live in it. It's amazing to me that he wouldn't think that maybe I should watch the movie, formulate my own opinions, and then tell you what those things are since it's my show about this movie. Anyone can read the IMDb page, Seamus. You're not adding anything. You're not adding content to the world with that. It, that's the thing. People like he calls himself a content creator. Yes. And if you're just reading shit, you've created no content. I love. I love that. I knew this would happen too. The cognitive dissonance that's happening within his own brain. He can't figure out what these people's motive is. That they're giving him five stars and then shitting on him, and it's fucking with him so much. He's arguing with specific comments people are making. Such as this. But like I said, I don't I don't feel like most of these guys or ladies, whoever are leaving these reviews, I don't think they have a very high intelligence at all. I don't think that they even understand what podcasting is. Because number one, if you knew what podcasting was, you couldn't critique me on what I talked about. Like people were saying that I, they didn't think I've ever been through Gary, Indiana. Because I had <laughs> talked about that in one of the episodes. What? what? I have a picture on my Instagram if you want to go fucking check it out, you dumb troll bitch. <laughs> the, guy, the guy who says, the guy who says, I don't think they even understand how podcasting works, doesn't understand how trolling works at all. This I one have guy, two been to Gary. <laughs> this one guy said, I've never even been to Gary. Go to my Instagram page. I didn't steal those pictures. That's proof I've been to Gary. We all know you've been to Gary. So what? Who cares? You fucking idiot. Oh, but he's he does, right about us not being smart. He does know how to insult us, which I really appreciated this because I think that this was a shot directly at oh, me. Oh, God, I'm hurting right now. But basically what has happened over the last uh, probably month or so, because they even emailed me. Uh, I won't say what these podcasts are, but it's it's the same people for both shows. They think they're musicians and shit. Uh, they probably smell of hot garbage uh, in person. And that's why they podcast only. And their music will never, ever go anywhere because eh, you half-ass in it, man. You're not putting in the time necessary to become a popular musician. So I want to make a couple He's points. right again. I want to... <laughs> <laughs> you motherfucker. <laughs> I want to make a couple points. He just contradicts himself all over the place. He doesn't know who the fuck we are, but we're musicians. And we're not very good because we're not putting in enough time to be good, which seems like something that he would know pretty intimately about somebody. But you don't know him. But I don't so know him. Say so I word. can't say anything. But he can tell me that I don't put enough time into being a popular musician. And he says they're musicians, but they smell bad. So that's why they podcast. Well, if I'm a musician, I might also perform live in venues. I don't know. It's possible. If all podcasts were just done by the smelly kids in class, <laughs> I mean, they would never them. have gotten so popular. A lot of them are, for That's sure. That's true. I just love his logic there. He goes, these guys are musicians, and they smell bad, and that's why they podcast, and they're not good musicians because they're not practicing enough. I, what are you, my mom? Did you put in a half an hour today? No, I'll go back up. What's get, he talking about? Get your triangle, Carl. Sheamus would not even get the triangle in the oh, orchestra. He's just, oh, he's priceless. But I want to point out that he thinks so highly of himself. And this is the part of Sheamus that makes him unique and makes me love everything that he says. Because if he was a sad sack, if he was just a, woe is me, these people are picking on me, it wouldn't be fun and we would have moved on. But he says shit like this. And it makes it all worthwhile. I have 
become a segment of some sort within their show. And guess what? That just kind of tells you how great I am. Yep. You know? Easily. If I am a part of your art, then I am ama- I'm an amazing artist. Checks out. He's a disaster <laughs> artist. Is what he is an amazing artist. What's he talking about? He goes, listen, I have a whole segment on their show now, which means I must be amazing. Dummy, Opie's a segment on our show. Suttering John is a segment on our show. It's not a badge of honor to be a segment of our show. Nobody's hoping for that. Correct. Nobody wants to be a reoccurring bit on who are these podcasts. They hope their podcast gets talked about once and that people just move on. Or better yet, it's never mentioned. Yes! (laughs) I love that. He goes, we must be doing something good because these guys who rip on everyone talk about us all the time. These guys who literally take the time to pick everything (laughs) apart about every show that they listen to or review. Make me a weekly segment. So let's dig into this. Because I'm so good. Let's dig into this. He talks about the fact that he's a full-time dad because his wife works so he gets to stay at home. But he's more than just that, Vinny. As you guys can tell at the beginning of every one of these episodes, there's an ad. Because guess what? That's me getting paid. And it's so ridiculous because this one guy tried to say something like, oh, he's getting $9 a month and Medicaid. Why doesn't he get a real job to take care of his infant son? It's like, listen here, Dillweed. Why don't you get with a, a, a good woman who can actually get a good job instead of that fucking, you know, Dara with, you know, five teeth in her mouth and never wears a bra. And then maybe you could be a full-time dad as well as a podcaster, content creator, comedian like myself. I actually just consider myself an artist, but if we're going to break it down to specifics, there you go. And I bet your chick sings jingle shitty. Oh, shots fired. Like, wow. What a pe- Okay, I'm going to go ahead and say this because like, I've been trying to be nice. Yeah. But just listen to that sentence. Yeah. You're a piece of shit, Seamus. Yeah, <laughs> like, you're not a good dude. Seamus, that's a really weird thing to say. A, that you want to find a girl who will work so that you can stay home. It's not admirable. It's, it's not admirable. Not, no. <laughs> Thank you. It's not admirable in any way. No. And you then, sound like a fucking piece of shit. And then he goes on to say, and it allows me to do what I do, which is podcaster, content creator, comedian. I'm sorry. Let me just sum all that up. I'm an artist. Who the fuck calls themselves an artist? Prince. Prince Picasso. People who are really talented at what they do. We all know their name. Seamus, you are not an artist. The only people who know about you are fans of who are these podcasts. I um, am very... Very disturbed. By I that love. Last I one. love that clip the best because it's so fucking telling. It's of so like, pretentious. Could you it... imagine, like, how much <laughs> that kid is gonna hate him? Um. Well, I don't even want to go to that extent right now. I'm, I'm worried sorry. about the near term with this guy. Oh, when she hears it and leaves him, I am so concerned. He talks about the fact that he's making money off of his podcast by reading ads. Let me play you the ad he reads at the very beginning. It's Deep fun. discount DVD. <laughs> <laughs> you fucker. You motherfucker. You're going to become a fan favorite with shit like that. He talks about Anchor.fm and explains that with this partner, you can do this. You can easily make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. You can make money with no minimum listenership. You're gonna you're to explain to me how this works. 
So nobody listens to your show. You put one out on the internet that nobody hears and you make money from it. Why? Is this a pyramid scheme? What is this? All you have to do is pay $30 a week. And eventually, if you can get other people to also pay $30 a week, you'll start making six of that. It doesn't make any sense, right? Anchor FM, send your podcast straight to the bottom. <laughs> like, what are you right. What's he talking, about? talking about? He's so proud of himself for having all these podcasts. And not even the a job. only sponsor you have is for podcasts that have no listeners. Right. Literally. It's for people who need something because they have no listeners. Right. Don't sit there and advertise it and then brag about the money you're making. It sounds disingenuous. It's not impressive to say not we're sponsored by Anchor FM, a sponsor that will take on anyone regardless of how many listeners they have. That sounds pretty pathetic. You think they'll take our Care Bear show? Yeah. I think our Care Bear show is going to be pretty popular. Care Bear's Countdown with Carl. Yeah. It writes itself this it thing. Does. Hello, welcome to another episode of the Care Bears Countdown with Carl. I'm your host. I'm your grumpy bear, Vinnie Paulino. <laughs> and, and I'm Sunshine. And we'd like to talk about... Oh, that's good. We all that's right in the world. Yes. Like, yeah, you, you, you be the optimist. i be Sunshine. Ooh. <laughs> Which one of us gets to be that drunk Irish bear? Who's Which gonna, I don't know why I'd have the shamrock on it. Who's going to make the album art for this podcast? That's what I want to know. Please, we gotta get We got to get that working right now. Grumpy and Sunshine in the morning. Vinny and Carl Care. <laughs> the Care Cast. Yeah. That actually probably exists, right? There's got to be a, a Care Cast Care Bear podcast. Who has time to Google it? I don't. All right. So the other thing that... But you have time to listen to Seamus for hours on end. Oh, my God. I could listen to this on a loop, Vinny. I love this. I love this guy's show. I like what he's saying. I like everything about him. He talks about... He wouldn't be doing this if it wasn't successful. Obviously. He's got better things to do. All right. And if I wasn't having success doing podcasts, you guys, would you think that I would be willing to go live with this show or willing to keep podcasting and making new shows? Do you think I would be willing to do that if I wasn't doing well? That's airtight logic right there. This is coming from a guy who uploaded two videos of himself bombing at stand-up and uploaded them to YouTube for everybody to see. And he says, do you really think I'd be doing this if it wasn't going well? Yes! I think you're a delusional idiot. Of course you're still doing it when it's not going well. You don't know the difference between doing well and doing poorly. It's well documented. The fact that he does stand-up, there's one thing that anybody who works in the stand-up comedy industry knows. Comedians and people who like comedy know this. Everyone who wants to be a comedian is damaged. (laughs) Yeah. We're all insane. And most of the people who do comedy, because there's very few that are successful at it, most of the people that do it are complete lunatics like this kid. And I meet them all. Yeah. Because I run shit. And, like, he is a typical open micer to me, listening to that mentality. That's the shit. It's not uncommon to hear this mentality, Carl. Right. It blows my mind. It blows my how mind. How common it is. It blows my mind that you could be doing this poorly and think so highly of yourself. I'm sure that somewhere deep down, just like with open micers, there's a lot of insecurity. Sure. And self-doubt. But they mask it with this overconfidence that comes across as douchey. I feel like people, people feel like the fake it till you make it thing. Yeah, is, is that what important. It is? Okay, but it's not. It's mm. better. You know, you want to make it somewhere in comedy. Here's my advice for you: be a good hang. 
Be yeah. somebody who's funny to be around and just be funny. And when you get to the stage, take it seriously and be funny. Don't podcast 20 fucking shows because you think it's going to make people build a fan base for you. You are doing everything wrong, Seamus. I just want to point out before we go any further, and I try not to look at the Discord, but look at what Doug from Who's Right posted in our Discord. Proof that he's been to Gary, <laughs> Indiana. <laughs> that is well done, Doug. It's just a... A Photoshop of Seamus. In front of a postcard. <laughs> Postcards and greetings from Gary, Indiana. Photoshopped in behind him, which is phenomenal. Makes okay. perfect sense to me. I love it. Even though we all know he's lying about going to Gary. You know he didn't go, Carl. No, of course he didn't. He's such a fucking liar, that Seamus McKillian. <laughs> he would just never step foot in Gary, Indiana. I just drove through Gary on my way to Chicago. I believe you. I bet to Gary. I believe you. Seamus McKillian. He ain't never bet to Gary. He doesn't even know where it is. Please. All right, this is... You thought it was Gary, Illinois. This is the Seamus meltdown. This is the clip where maybe I should play the victory lap jiggle because this is where I had a lot of doubters about, you know, hey, let's give him five stars, but then let him know what you really think about it. I knew this would happen. How does that make any sense? Because when somebody goes to, you know, my chewed gum podcast page on apple Podcasts. guess what they're gonna see they're gonna see these reviews that are five stars and they're gonna read them and be so confused because they're <laughs> negative as shit but also five stars like i get it they're trying to be cute they're trying to be funny it's like if you're gonna be a troll already just stick a dick in your mouth <laughs> cannot compute cannot compute yes! we just fried his fucking brain like... i need kevin ricotta right now so bad <laughs> i need kevin robot kevin to come out here I love that he cannot make heads or tails of this. Guys, people are going to go on my page. They're going to be confused. Why would you do this? You're fucking it all up. I appreciate the five stars, but then you said a negative thing and it doesn't make sense. No, five stars is the good one. You people meant to give me ones. (laughs) (laughs) But the good news is it doesn't matter. None of this matters. He doesn't care about bad reviews. Yeah, because somebody's paying all his bills. Yep. I'm an animal. And you think, because you're posting reviews on my shit, that I'm supposed to care? Dude, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, because if it mattered, I'd be I'd be on here talking about the nice reviews. The stuff where people did say some nice things. Instead, I have to sit here and, and make mention of the fact that these people are typing ridiculous shit. And they're going out of their way. Like, how much time in a day? Are you not getting laid? I love... See, like this review right here. Yeah. Seamus is a dynamo. Reviewed by Todd. (laughs) (laughs) And this one from Patrick Michael. I can't get enough of this show. Oh, jeez. I love that he says, what do you guys have, no fucking lives? You're going on and reviewing a podcast? Seamus, you host over 20 podcasts. You're calling people out for wasting their time? 20. I don't think you have a standing in this matter. All right, this is again him talking about how much he doesn't care about this. I have not left reviews on any of these fucking people's shit. Because guess what? I don't care. I don't care about you. He obviously does not care about us. He devoted an entire episode of his show to us. But he doesn't care. Vinny, obviously. It doesn't matter to him. It doesn't make a difference. Let me tell you something. Yeah. Jerry Seinfeld, hack. 
Oh. <laughs> I was actually thinking back to... I don't care at all. I, I was thinking back to stuttering John with his, I brought this chick to the Jay Leno's and she didn't even post it. I don't care. I mean, personally, I don't give a shit. But, you know, she could have posted a picture on Instagram. See, here's the theme with you. <laughs> yeah. Let me tell you what you are. What am I? You are an insecurity detector. I am. You really are. Yes. The way that like some people can tell somebody's lying, mm-hmm. you can sense insecurity and your immediate instinct is not to make people feel better. <laughs> it's never to make people feel better. <laughs> yeah, I think, you've, I think you nailed it. And this is so what Seamus did with this episode is amazing. He recorded it weeks ago and wasn't going to release it. No. Yeah. No. Because he says this I don't care about it anymore. Fuck them all. 100%. But it's so annoying because I thoroughly shouldn't even be talking about it. But at the same time, I can record this entire episode and never release it and still feel way better about it. He doesn't care. It doesn't bother him. <clears throat> But I need to record this episode that I'm not even going to release. But it'll make me feel better. None of this makes sense. It all contradicts itself. So then he does release it. And guess what, Vinny? This is the punchline to all of this. He has taken this episode off of the internet. I was looking for it. He Again. took it down. He took it down. So he put it up for a couple of days. It got picked up by our subreddit. It got picked up by a couple of people. And he immediately had second thoughts about, oh, fuck. I got to take this shit off the internet. But you have a hard copy, correct? Actually, I, I got to give props to... Fuck, I can't think of his name right now. But somebody emailed... I think he's actually in Probably our Discord. Some, Jackie Marlowe sent me Another the person MP3. in the Discord with the lady name. Jackie, him or her, sent me the MP3 of the podcast. So I was able to clip it this morning, which is amazing. Because, yes. Yeah, well done. MVP. <laughs> because, MVP. So, talk about insecurity. He goes, guys, I don't even care about this. You're leaving me negative reviews. These people are talking about me. Doesn't make a difference. I just do my thing. I don't care. I might not even put this out. I don't think I'm going to even put this out. Okay, I'm going to put it out. Oh, shit, I shouldn't have. I'm going to take it off. Talk about insecurity. That's insecurity in a fucking loop. This is... His baby is more secure. (laughs) Yes. This is more, more so. Ba- his baby's sure. looking at him going, just let it go, Dad. Yeah, it's not just a big deal, Dad. You don't even know these people. They live in Arkansas. Who gives a shit? <laughs> this is... Uh, he is talked- mom coming home soon? <laughs> so, he got negative reviews on chewed gum. So how does he react to that? Check this out. This is what's so fun. I released uh, three episodes of chewed gum today. And I did it on purpose. I released all three of them on purpose, specifically because every time somebody says that they don't like something I do... Well, guess what? Here's a bunch more of it. Here's like, it'd be like me saying, oh, I don't, I'm not a big fan of Saturday Night Live anymore. You know, I don't like it anymore. And then all of a sudden, it's on every TV channel in my house. I cannot get away from it. Yeah? That is what I do here. That is what I do with my podcasting and my content overall. So this is the Seamus McKillian fallacy. He thinks that by putting out multiple episodes... We won't be able to help but hear him podcasting. And that couldn't be less accurate. Nobody knows where your show is. No one's ever heard of it. You could put out a million episodes. It wouldn't matter. No one would ever hear it. You think that by putting out three episodes in one day, we're being bombarded by chewed gum? The airwaves! Oh my God, it's everywhere. I can't turn a corner without running into chewed gum. Like the Ramones are playing in his head. We want the airwaves. <laughs> He's like, yeah, three what? episodes today. What does he think is going on? <laughs> yeah, we'll take this and take this and take that. <laughs> Holy shit. It's like Baghdad, motherfuckers. But remember, like, he doesn't care. 
what a lunatic. And my favorite part of that is when you listen to what the premise was, whatever you say, you don't like something. Yeah. I'm going to give you more of it. Yeah. You didn't read how to make friends and influence people. <laughs> did you? Did you say this? You stupid idiot. You know what? You guys criticize me for reasons that are extremely valid and I'm going to ignore them and double down. Okay. I mean, you, you could do that or you can maybe stop reading IMDb Watch a movie and talk about what you liked and, and didn't like about some it. original fucking thought. Have an original thought. This is where he goes off the deep end a little bit. And I'm pissed off that he had to go here. I'm all over the place. I'm all over. 20 podcasts, you guys. They can't... They can't even review all of them. Oh, fuck. Seamus, why did you say that? It's a challenge! Oh, he challenged us! Fuck! The next 20 episodes books up. Oh, how many? He just said we can't review his 20 podcasts. You probably can't find him. He's probably right. <laughs> He's probably right. Someone will email me an MP3. Okay. We need... Did he just okay, say... all hands on deck. All hands he, on deck. Did he just say we can't review all of his podcasts? Why? Why would you say that? You know I'm a prick. <sighs> you know I'm going to do that now. Fuck. No. You... You know what, though? He doesn't care anymore. Fuck it. Who cares, dude? I don't care anymore. I don't care. I just like talking about it because it helps me vent because I'm so annoyed with it. Because when I grew up, I grew up, you know, putting my fucking fist in your face. So let's follow the logic here. I don't care anymore, but I care so much. I don't care anymore. I just talk about it because I'm super annoyed about it. Do you understand what the word and care means? if I means? was younger, I'd punch you in the face. And if, yeah, and I want to punch you in the face, but oh. I don't care anymore. I think this guy needs to listen to the Carecast to learn what care means. Care Bear Countdown. This guy's amazing. He's still <sighs> finding the reason why he exists, even through all of this controversy. So this is Vinny talking about why he still does. Excuse do. me? Vinny. This is, thank you. How fucking dare you? This is Seamus talking about why he. If I was younger. (laughs) Good point. This is Seamus talking about why he still puts out the Ginger Snap podcast. You know, even if it's not in triple digits, whatever. I know that there's people out there that are like, oh man, the Ginger Snap podcast, new episode. I love Patrick's material. He does a great job. uh, Fun to listen to and always has something interesting to talk about. And I love you for it. Right? Who's Patrick? His name's Patrick Michael. But who's Seamus? His name is Seamus McKillian. Who the fuck is Todd? I think Jody called him Todd. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) He's gone by a few other names as well. Okay, that's a psychopath. He goes... That's crazy. He goes, listen... Well, I guess it's a stage name. But there's uh, no stage. Let's get back to the clip, though, real quick. He says... I know that there's fans of this show who are looking forward to it. It might not be in triple digits. So or he's talking single. about, he's talking about <laughs> dozens. Yeah, or single for that matter. He's talking about dozens of fans. They can't wait to hear what his take is on whatever he's talking about because it's so entertaining. I'm going to disagree. <laughs> I'm going to disagree I'm as just well. Gonna politely, politely, I'm gonna politely just disagree. Probably not true. Yeah. All right. This is him talking about how... What nice thoughts, though, right? You know? Who are these podcasts? I don't know if you knew this, but we have an unoriginal show. It's garbage. I know it's garbage because it's simply a podcast that reviews other podcasts. Uh, 
how original are you guys? That's your best idea? That was the best thing you could come up with? This is a guy who has 20 podcasts. One of them is a movie review podcast. One of them is a true crime podcast. He does a podcast that just talks about it's always sunny episodes. And he's calling me out for not having an original idea for a podcast. Wait, you guys just talking about other podcasts? How original is that? Dummy, you have a podcast called the 9-Minute Podcast, which is named after the 10-Minute Podcast. The least original thing you could possibly do is name your podcast something that's an homage to another fucking podcast. All I think of when I heard that the first time was of Harlan Williams and fucking There's Something About Mary. Yeah. Six-minute ass. <laughs> no, five-minute ass. No, it's seven-minute no. ass. <laughs> no, not six, man. It's seven. Six? Seven little chipmunks twirling <laughs> on a branch. All right. I have to play this clip. This is what everyone's been waiting for. This is Seamus's chicken impression. Like, what are you really accomplishing by trashing my stuff other than looking like a chicken? That's right. You look like a chicken. You look scared. You look scared of me, the coyote. You know? Dude, he's just did, losing his mind did, at this did, point. Did, wait, what? Did... He already said, I'm an animal. I'm an animal. I'm a coyote and you're a chicken. Did you isolate that? No. Because you need that one. Need I'm that an animal. One. That was no. pretty good. But thankfully, our buddy Croge sent me some clips because he was loving it. What did Billy too. think about it? What did Billy from Scooby-Doo think about it? That's yeah. hilarious. Thank you. It's hilarious. Also, Seamus, I played at the very top of the show, but Seamus does the Carl voice and Croge grabbed this clip for me. Hey, how about... We make a podcast where we talk about how good other podcasts are that aren't very popular. And the other thing that Crowage pulled for me was when Seamus goes through his list of podcasts that he hosts. Now, it's not for this podcast. It's not for Ginger Snap. It's not for American Crimes. It's not for Crime and Movies. It's not for The Daily Ghost. It's not for uh, Nine Minute Podcast. It's not for Infomines. It's not for The Fight Church. It's not for Valiums. It's not for Mostly Normal. It's not for any of these other podcasts. It's simply for my podcast, Chewed Gum. That's just some of the podcasts that he hosts. That's ten. That he just That's like ten. That's just some of that, Vinny. Not all. Half. Not, not a comprehensive list. Just some of the ones that he I feel lazy compared to he him. Hosts. All right. Uh, this is the last clip that I have. And this logic is totally flawed. Here's the best thing, guys. They can only leave one review. Leave the one review. That's fine. Move on. Because now I can say whatever I want and you can never review the show. Again, and I don't ever have to know that you exist. Ha-ha! <laughs> he, he wins! Why does he think that's true? You can only leave one review and then you can never stalk to me again. He just crotch-chopped you. Like, he's like, <laughs> suck it, Carl! Yeah, right? You can't do nothing! What is he talking about there? First off, if I could only do one review on a podcast, if that were true, which it's not... There's 20 podcasts to review. I can hit you 20 times just through that. I said this earlier, that my problem with these shows is I always like to picture what's happening in the room, and I just imagine him ranting and a baby in a crib staring at him. There's a baby crying. Did you hear that that clip? There's a baby crying in the background. <laughs> Daddy, stop. Stop it. You're scaring oh. me. And you're oh. not entertaining anyone. I want to make this legit as far as uh, entertainment. I want to entertain people. I want to talk. All right. Vinny. I don't know that I've even done this justice. I'll be honest with you. This show, I could have pulled three times as many clips. 
Yeah. Everything he talked about. Well, I was listened amazing. to it Wednesday and I wanted to listen to it again today as a refresher before uh-huh. I came in and yeah. it was deleted, like was you gone. said. But when I listened to it the other day, man, there was a good forty five minutes of my day just that disappeared. Because <laughs> yeah, I was did, like, so stop it, rewind it. Amazed. Like, what, what did he say? What he said when he said that I'm an animal part, I yeah. laughed so hard. <laughs> like I don't know this kid. I wish you no ill will. But you're sitting there bragging about how you have somebody else paying your bills and that you're this podcaster king and then the Anchor FM. You didn't do this justice. This is one of the craziest things that's ever been on the internet. It's unbelievable. And I'm glad you said that. There's no ill will here. I don't want to get into a fight with you, Todd. I'm not angry at you. I appreciate your existence. It helps my show a lot. He's shaking his head no, Todd. You provide a ton of content for us. And... I don't know why you want to get violent with people. We're just entertainers. You and I are both artists, both content creators. We're doing just a our couple thing. of chickens sitting in the chicken coop, Seamus. <laughs> We're just stinky musicians trying to find our way in life. Yeah. All right. That's enough about that bullshit. Man, I love it here in your mom's basement. Isn't it the best? Yeah. Stuttering John would appreciate that comment. I know. I did it for him. All right. Because I'm such a big fan. I really can't make fun of John because he's a dynamo too. He is a dynamo. Vinny, I want to thank you so much for not only coming on my show, but Vinny introduced me to Jim Norton when Vinny was actually the feature act for Jim when Jim was in town. Yeah. And you asked Jim, hey, Carl, from who are these podcasts here? Would you meet him? You were very proactive about it. Yeah, I took care of you. I really appreciate that. So you brought me back. I got to chat with him. And then fast forward a couple months, I got to go on Chip Chipperson podcast. So... Thank you very much. And you didn't post you any pictures of us together. You didn't do anything. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't even mention your name. I didn't mention you when I posted. You didn't mention it on the Chip Chipperson show. You didn't go on there and say, I owe this all of it. Dude, I love you. Please, stop it. Dude, you're welcome. You're the man. Thank you so Anytime. much. My also, you host Comedy at the Carlson Cast. You just had Marlon Wayans on. I was shocked we got him. That's awesome. Not, we had Harlan Williams the week before. Yeah. Then we got Marlon Wayans. That, that's a big get. Yeah, Holy man. shit. Fucking and movie me, star. Let me tell you something. He's every bit the movie star that you yeah. think he wants to be, but he's also very cool. But yeah. if you listen to the interview, you will realize very quickly that Marlon Wayans loves talking about Marlon Wayans. I so, believe it. Oh, yeah. Check it out. You I might enjoy it. it. That's awesome, man. Congratulations. Anything else we should know about for comedy at the Carlson cast? Well, I'll tell you what. Carlson cast is good. We're off this week. I'm going to be, if anybody's listening to this down in uh, Carolina around Myrtle Beach, I'm playing the Carolina Comedy Club most of the week next week, Wednesday through Sunday. Uh, come and see me. And I'm also uh, going to be at Comedy at the Carlson with Michelle Wolf, October 25th and 26th. Nice. Come see me. I'll be funny. Vinny is very funny. He has a great uh, stand-up routine. I liked it the 15th time I saw it and the 16th time. I think it's great. Now he's pissed at me <laughs> and I went too far. No, definitely check out Vinny when he's down at the Carolina Comedy Club. I hate you right now. I understand. I understand. That was pretty good, though. I kicked you in the dick a lot this episode. <laughs> Please, join us again next week. It might be the episode where we find out once and for all, who are these podcasts? Sleep well, everypony. Parting in the mush pits of morning radio. <sighs> mm, okay. Great show. Good job, everybody. Great job, everyone. Bullshit. You this. fucking know all about this shit. I, ah, I can't fucking take it. This dude is fucking corny. That's fascinating. Please go on. Well, that's retarded.
You know, who are these podcasts? I don't know. I don't get it. Makes no sense. Vinny, all I wanted to do was have a fast, quick podcast, and I failed miserably again. Yeah, you fucked that up. But now that the show's over, I can just tell you how happy I am to be here. Because it's cool to be here for like such historic events as the Seamus Meltdown. The Seamus Meltdown. And Chrissy Mahar baseball phone call. Oh, I didn't even talk about this. I get to be here for all that shit. So Chrissy Mayer... Got her comeuppance. Who sent us a note? Denzel? I don't know. Somebody sent us a note. He was on the set of Training Day 2, and he emailed us. Yeah. I Denzel. Pre- it might have been Denzel. But somebody sent us a note, and I didn't get a chance to grab it, but Chrissy Mayer has a show on Compound Media now called Chrissy Mayer's Wet Spot. Uh-huh. And she was supposed to have the Bagel Boss guy on the show. What a get. Uh, dude, I'm so sick of this fucking guy. His 15 minutes is left. La- I, I should be one to talk, but it's 15 minutes. is lasting way too long. I'm, I, you know what blows my mind? What's up? I get better guests than Chrissy Mayer. Yes! Get <laughs> Marlon Wayans on! She, no, she got stood up by the Bagel Boss guy. That's the best part. Bagel Boss guy, Chrissy Mayer, Chrissy Mayer. It's amazing! I know! And you get a chance to clip it. So uh, all right. Maybe, uh, maybe for a future episode. He called in from a lacrosse game somewhere. You do they were get using to, him as the ball. You do get to sit on in some historic moments, and I feel like I'm. I get to sit in the catbird seat of WATP. I don't. I don't want to keep talking about Sheamus don't. because I don't think he's stable. But he's also one of the most fascinating people I've ever heard. On he's the probably driving here right now. <laughs> yeah. Well, hopefully he has to drive straight through Gary <laughs> just to prove that he's not a liar. All right, let's play voicemails real quick. We're going to move this very quickly, starting with this, which I heard this from a lot of people. Hey, Carl, Aussie Dickhead here. Look, I'm just calling because I want to just clarify some slang for you from Australia and New Zealand. So a head job actually is just a blowjob or head. We all fucking say that here. Reason being, we always extend on short words and we abbreviate long words because we're fucking idiots. But, hey, when we're a bunch of convicts to begin with, we don't have much brain in the brain department <laughs> yeah fuck that was a stutter way anyway, to prove yourself and the right other one is root root means sex so if i'm gonna root a sheila i'm gonna go fucking hard at it but anyway just wanted to clarify that for you all those new zealand pricks are exactly that they're fucking kiwi cunts um and they were dumb as shit to listen to they still said the right thing in terms of sexual intercourse anyway mate love the show go fuck yourself and hopefully call me back Catch you later, mate. Oh, and also, make sure this voicemail can be fucking put on international, mate. This is a pretty big file to send via email. Take care. See ya. Mwah. All right, so we got that wrong. Kaya and I were making fun of these Kiwis for talking about the root of all evil being right. a porn title. We're like, what does that mean? Apparently, root is uh-huh. to fuck. And then head job. I had never heard. Did you know about that? Head, a head job? job is a blowjob, isn't it? Did you know that? Yeah. I've never heard that before. Well, like, what are you using? No, I understand why it makes sense. I've just never heard anyone use that. Well, Carl, you are from Arkansas. <laughs> I am an, yeah, I am an idiot from Arkansas. Speaking of Arkansas, Midwestern boomer Jody punk. just pointed <laughs> something out to me in the Discord. I can't fucking believe I did this. 
I forgot to play everyone's favorite part of the show. Which part? The I am so off my game right now. It's my fault. Sorry, folks. Oh, my gosh. And I had that new teaser clip that a uh, friend of the show, who I can't think of his name right now, Matthew Montgomery, maybe? Who cares? He sent it in with the DLR in the background that I said I would have. Okay, here's a clip from the show that we'll be reviewing on the next WATP. And it's time to shut up. This is your host, Daniel French, and this is episode number 44 of The List Game. Bringing around the crew that y'all know. The man to my left is Mr. Rod Diaz. Yo, yo, yo. Joining us for, is it the first time? No, the second or third second. time. It's my wonderful wife, Rosanna Jimeno. Would you tell your wife to shut the fuck up while you're doing the the intro for your show? Because all I heard was her in the background making oh, noises. Man. That's going to be fun. Having your wife on the show is never a good idea. This I'll is see a... you next Saturday. I kind of want to do that one. Yeah, this is going to be fun. <laughs> this is a podcast like... called The List Game. It was a suggestion from when to go. Apparently, it's an improv comedy game that they play. These idiot nobody hacks do an improv comedy. No, they got Rod Diaz, they said. Yeah, so that'll be exciting. Good. Good stuff. Can't wait. So that'll be on the next episode of WATP, and I apologize for putting that after the end of the episode. Yeah, you fucked up. I fucked up. I'm off my game today, Vinny. In my defense, we played the dinosaur last night, the isotopes did. Yeah. And they want us to fill from 10 to 1.30 a.m. So I got to bed at after 3. Not for nothing. You do yes. instrumentals. You could have done like two songs and no one would have known. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> Why is this back on me again? <laughs> All right. I love you, buddy. Here's a guy who hates the Chip Chipperson podcast. Carl. What I always liked about you, Carl, is it seemed like you weren't scared to go after anybody, no matter how big they were or who they were. But how are you going to pretend like the Chip Chipperson podcast is fucking funny? It's fucking terrible. It was funny 10 years ago here and there, but a two-hour full podcast of Jim putting on a stupid voice, which is a ripoff of a Jerky Boys character anyway, and then he puts this wig on. It looks like he just went into Party Central and picked the first thing off the fucking lot. It's brutal, man, and I don't think you should be pretending I'm like, it's good. Anyway, love you, Carl. Call me back. I don't tell people to listen to the chip chipperson podcast i personally enjoy it because i like the people who are on it and i know what they're talking about but i wouldn't convince i wouldn't tell anyone to go listen to that show it's crazy it's crazy town yeah i just happened to go on it because i was booked on it and i was very excited to be there see i feel like if you're a fan of jim norton yeah then you really will like this if you're not a Correct. fan of jim norton it's probably not for you and I think even Jim would probably tell you that. Yes. But you do make a pretty good point of yeah. saying you're not telling people to go listen no. to it. No. Right. I I don't think I even promoted my appearance, really. I probably could be wrong. I probably did. But right. you promoted your appearance on the Uncle Paul show for weeks. Fuck ago. yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Double Fuck box. yeah. <laughs> All right. This is a guy who loves our show. And you Uncle can tell. Paul like a mug. <laughs> you can tell this guy loves our show. Hey, Kuma, 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 Carl. I was going to say, Carl, Carino, Karolinski, poo I'm in love with the podcast, Inski. I listen to it on my commute to my job, poo and on when I'm on my breakerino, smoking figgies. I love you on there. I love, I love 
Commander K- 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 Kyle Reno from the official Boisinski's <laughs> podcast, and I love listening to you and shoot the shit with Doug Reno from the Who's Right podcast, Zinski. and Crows. Crozieroo, come on, something. Uh, by the I, way, I love that because it's pretty much the brother we show is what we just heard. <laughs> it's, it's not that far off. But you missed Polly's side in the background. <laughs> yeah. uh, hold on, hold yeah. on. I laughed Sorry. the other day. You made me laugh so hard, and uh, you weren't even there. So I heard somebody say I need to go have a ciggy, and I almost spit a drink <laughs> because of you. Just I so you know, that. I hate oh, uh, all right, here's a guy. I think he's trying out a character on our voicemail. Carl, please. What are you doing, man? What are you doing? Just, uh, I'm trying. Like, you get you get good content. I love the shit you do, and you're fucking funny, man. But just, uh, the, the podcast you just reviewed, and the next one you're doing, the Scooby-Doo one, it's just like, I've been hearing this, and it's just like, here's my soul. But thank you for the content, and hey, coming back. That guy owes us all an apology. Yeah, I think I owe you an apology, too, because I did screen all of these. <laughs> I'm not just playing them like I've never heard them I before. want you to know, folks, that the shit-eating look on Carl's face right now where he knows he did wrong, but I he's did. still giggling about <laughs> I it. I did. I should have played that. He looks like a naughty boy. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Oh, okay, this is a fun one. I talked about last week... How rude it is to shit on an airplane. Yeah. I stand by that. That's fucked up. It Don't is shit on an airplane. Yeah, you really shouldn't. I look at it as the bathroom's I'm there the, for an emergency. And I'm usually the one sitting next to it, too, because I, I don't pay a lot of money for flights. Right. How the fuck are y'all going to say retards and make fun of SJWs, but then call people assholes for shitting on an airplane? Fuck both of you. So I'm confused by this. What does one have to do with the other? Well, I think that they feel like here's the thing: what shitting the thing? on a plane yeah. is it like an act of terrorism. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. And they're like, you can fucking make fun of anything, do this and this, but you won't shit on an airplane and ruin everybody's flight. There's, he's calling you out. He's saying you're a bit of a puss. Fair enough. I'm glad that you were able to explain that to me. No, he's he's absolutely right. Somebody reached out about Doug Stanhope, and there's a specific drop that I was supposed to grab. That I Come see him to... at Comedy the Carlson uh, next week. Oh, that's right. He's going to be there on Tuesday. Tuesday night. I won't be there because I have band practice. <laughs> Doug Stanhope's podcast apparently sucks. Hey, Carl, this is James Dillon, and this is how I talk. Hey, man, you really should do the Doug Stanhope podcast. It's the definition of the uh, hangout simulator. He just sits around and drinks and talks about drinking and talks about his boring-ass friends, boring-ass exploits. It's amazing that somebody who makes such great stand-up makes such a bad podcast with atrocious editing, fucking obnoxious noises, and fucking crickets chirping, and the guy that edits it will be like, hey, Doug, Doug, we got to do something about these crickets. And he's like, oh, no, oh, I love the way it sounds. He doesn't talk that way. I'm not a good imitator. That's why I said this is James Dillon. This is how I talk. I am James Dillon, and this is how I talk. Anyway, take care. I want to hear Kevin Ricotta's new character, James Dillon. <laughs> <laughs> um, I like that guy. Doug Stanhope? Or no, this guy. I, I like him. Joke. Yeah, this is really my voice. I think that's important for people to call important. it. I think you should open up every time you call the show, unless yep. you're doing a, vo- a fake voice. Yeah. If you're doing a fake voice, just do a fake voice. But if you are doing your real true voice. Let us know. Let us know. We need to know this. Thanks. Yeah, it's important. 
And don't, if you're doing a fake voice, by any means, do not start with, this is my real voice. I That wouldn't be funny. I like Doug Stanhope a lot. So do I. I think he's a great comedian. I think he's an interesting guest on shows. Anytime he's on a show, I'm tuning into it. But I believe it that his podcast sucks. That makes sense to me. You just opied this. This sounds you possible. You totally just went, listen, bro. Come <laughs> listen. I'm going to tell you something. Sucks. Let me tell you something. That Doug Stanhope. <laughs> All right, here's a question. This is a legit question from a listener. Hey, Carl. I was just listening to episode one of WATP and couldn't help but notice that you opened it up with welcome to another episode of Who Are These Podcasts. So now I ask you, what the fuck? Uh, I ask you, who's the real criminal here? (laughs) Yeah, right. So let me another voice after that. Hey, Carl. It's me again. I've been listening further into who are these podcasts, episode one, and starting to come together a bit. You guys are referring to previous episodes, which is... Seems a little like a lie to call it episode one. So uh, explain. I don't know. All right, I can explain this. Kevin and I recorded three or four shows as test pilot shows before we first released an episode. I think episode one was one where we both said, that's decent. Let's put it out. But before that, we listened back to the episodes and went, ooh. It was the old... Uh, Loosen the shirt collar type of reaction. Ooh, this should not be on the internet. Oh, Let that be a lesson to all you podcasters out there. If you listen back and you don't like it, don't put it on the internet. Not yeah, a good just thing. like Seamus did. You put it out and you don't like it, you just take it down. And you take all. it down again. That's right. all. That's all. It's as easy as that. Listen. So that's why episode one, we didn't know if that was going to be episode one or not. We were just treating it like we were going on and on and on. And that's why it sounds like that. That's the answer. Is that boring that I actually told the real reason why that? No, I miss Kevin. I just talked to him yesterday. He recorded some uh, hilarious isotopes announcements. We actually did it on the Discord. People were listening in as we recorded. And it sounded like robot voice. <laughs> he did! <laughs> Fucking turned into it again. He's got the worst internet. All right, this is someone doing an impression of me on the dick show. I was on the dick show last week. Ooh. I called in. <laughs> You're such an asshole. <laughs> You've got into a mode right now. I can't do anything right in front of you. <laughs> Well, maybe I think that's more telling about your (laughs) mental state than mine. Yeah, possibly. I might be, uh, whatever. I mean, you can't even play the fucking teaser in the right place, Carl. No, I'm dropping the ball today. I love you. You're great. Someone else should take over this show. Yeah, probably Doug and Doug from Who's Right. (laughs) Did you listen to that episode where they took over? They were great. Yeah, terrible. Terrible? No, they were fine. They were great. They did a great job. I thought it was funny. Didn't call me, but you know, whatever. Vinny, you know, you got so much going on. I figure, let me, let me call the guys who have nothing else going on in their lives. <clears throat> this is someone doing an impression of me on the Dick Show. Hey, it's me, Carlson. What are those podcasts? Anyways, time to call into the cock show. Oh, boy. I get to wait forever to talk. This is in real time. Give it a second. Anyways. John Melendez is a butthead and newt. All right, got to get back to the sports game. <laughs> Call me back. 
So I don't know if you um, listen to this. But... I don't. Your lips weren't moving, and it threw me. <laughs> it's like a ventriloquist. I don't know if you listen to my appearance on the Dick Show, but what happens is no, can't say that I did. I say a sentence or two, and then I lose control for 15 minutes at a time. It just goes off, and those guys start talking about. And Dick will say, oh, did you see the thing that Maddox did? And then they start reading a letter. And I'm like, all right. Meanwhile, I'm trying to watch the fucking Bills game. You know, there's important things going on. Anyway, it was fun. I'd rather I had a watch time. loved ones die of cancer than a Bills game. But that's just me. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I had a great time on the Dick show. And I always appreciate those guys having me on to promote who are these podcasts. Because... You might be surprised to know they have more listeners than us over at the ah, show. Really? Yeah. Go figure. Here is Stuttering John's attorney, Lenny, called in. No. Uh-oh. Hi, Carl. My name is Lenny, calling on behalf of my client, John Melendez. Uh, I just want to let you know that even though my client is totally not bothered by what you say on WATP, um, he is very prepared to uh, file a very real and binding lawsuit against binding. you and your entire WATP cast over there. Now, uh, I hope you take this seriously because this is incredibly real and um, incredibly law-abiding. <laughs> so uh, call me back. Bye. It's fucking happening, man. It's really happening. I think I just got served papers to guess what that was. I don't want to be involved in this anymore. It's incredibly <laughs> real and incredibly law-abiding. I cannot tell you, that made me laugh it's harder good. than just about anything I've heard today. That guy rules. It's all legally binding and shit. <laughs> it's great. This, uh, this next voicemail, I think it's from Seamus. I think he's calling it. It's, it's a number that doesn't come in in the caller ID, and it's just this. <laughs> Now, I don't know if that's Seamus or not, because he doesn't care about what we say. So probably not. He probably wouldn't take the time to, to call into the show. Right. You know Does, isn't mean? he singing in a golf a goth band? Doesn't he sing too? I think it's a screamo band. A screamo band. I don't think he actually sings in one because he doesn't have friends or know people. Right. <laughs> so, Either way, so he's... Mean. <laughs> right. The fact that he doesn't, that, you know... Just a couple more clips real quick. He's hey, Carl, what's your favorite Ween album? I know the obvious the answer is The Mollusk. But I really like the emotional elements of Quebec. I also recently listened to God, Whedon, Satan, The Oneness, and that might be my favorite of the Brown albums. That's a good question right there. What's my favorite Ween album? Who cares? What? How dare you? The Mollusk is great. White Pepper has been a favorite of mine here and there from time to time. Chalking and Cheese, of course, is a big one. Even the country album. It's fantastic, start to finish. Do you folks know that Carl's band does salutes to Ween multiple times per year? We are playing, no, once a year. Okay. We're doing our next Ween tribute show November 2nd at Three Heads Brewery, which I believe is a sponsor of Comedy at the Carlson cast. Delicious beer. Three Heads is delicious beer. You could even go see Carl and enjoy it. Delicious (laughs) beer, folks. Which part will you enjoy? The beer. The beer. I love the isotopes. They're the best. All right. This is someone telling me to listen to Bubba and Opie talk. Cuz. Cuzaroo. Cuzaroo. You all got to play 
the Bubba podcast with Opie. Yep. And review it. It is cringeworthy. Suckaroo. <laughs> Opie at one point about 47 minute mark talks about how when they entered into negotiations, he had to split money with Anthony and was a little disappointed that he had to split money with Anthony. At least that's what I got from it. But my take on it, if there was no talent, Anthony, then there would be no Opie. So fuck Opie. Bubba cut him off almost every fucking time because Bubba sucks as an interviewer. And Opie's just fucking boring. Thanks, Kazaru. Why don't you have this guy on as a co-host? He's yeah. dynamic. As so the part he wanted me to play was where they were talking about the deals that they signed. Opie and Anthony had to split the money for yeah. the Opie and Anthony show. Yeah, go figure. Yeah. Weird. Weird yeah. how that works. I well, guess I didn't pay, play that clip. But thank you for the call. All right, last voicemail I have. And Vinny, I want to point this out. And I say this humbly. Uh-huh. Okay? I'm, I'm very humble and humbled by this. You know that you've made it. When you can make other people famous. When you can bring people up with you to a higher level. Like when you do a segment about them because you're jealous. <laughs> right. Right. Like I've done for our friend Todd. And Opie. And Opie. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Opie yeah. and people actually know about Yeah, them all the people that you're jealous and you brought them all up there to, well, to start them. It's, it's, not, it's not just these guys I do segments for. It's also our, our callers. Hey, Carl. Uh You've played probably about 50 of my voicemails at this point, and based on other phone calls and voicemails I've heard on this show and other shows, I think that means that I'm entitled to a guest spot now. Um, you know, I have been telling my, my friends and family that we're best friends. I mean, you know, why else would I be listening to a podcast and calling in one of my best friends? Am I right? But uh, but at this point, um, I think that means I get my own podcast now. Uh, I should probably open a Patreon. Yep. Um, <laughs> I, I'm basically famous. Yep. I'm famous. Uh, yeah, so call me back. We'll, you know, have your people talk to my agents. I am a very important person now. Um, but maybe we can work something out, you know, if you're if you're lucky. I would say voicemail segment on WTP will springboard a career or two. Shit, he couldn't do any worse than Jody. At least I can hear him. Oh, fucking Jody. Damn it, we got to get him back on. I feel really bad about how that all went. Did it you just, have a string in a cup you could stretch him here to Arkansas to get a hold oh, of this guy? It, just, it threw me off so much, too, because I was having these flashbacks to the Chrissy Mayer incident with you where everybody told me I handled that wrong. I'm like, fuck, now I got Jody out of here making all this goddamn noise. No one can hear a word he's saying. It was just like, I heard straight, I heard like rustling noises like rappers. <laughs> yeah. like, I don't know what was going on. And then heavy breathing at one point. He jumped in a pile of leaves at one point <laughs> while on the call. I'm like, stop having fun. And he let's... was just going, <laughs> it's whimsical, these leaves. Jesus Christ. We're the worstest. All right. That's it, Vinny. I'll let you get off to your stand-up gig in beautiful Buffalo, New York now. Oh, yeah, man. I'm going to gargle glass all the way there. Sounds good. Who are these Who are these podcasts? Who are these podcasts? Who are these podcasts? 
Kim są te podcasty? Podcast. Who are these podcasts? 